On a Couch in Delco, now on the clock. Welcome in, everybody, to On a Couch in Delco's Eagles draft special. So we're joining you. We're about pick nine right now. So the Eagles coming up, pick 12, just in a few picks. We'll do a little bit of a recap of the draft so far, but then also want to talk about we're getting close. We're getting close to where the Eagles pick is going to be. Mike, Quiddy Pay still on the board. What are you thinking? I mean, Jace Horn just came off the board. Jalen Waddle already off the board. It's been a, a pretty interesting start to this draft, and um, we're supposed to be on by pick one, but my son decided that it wasn't bedtime yet, so it's dad, that's, that's one of my few. I'll say this. It's one of my few. I can admit that, daddy duties. So I still got to do that stuff. But it's been uh, a Trey Lance pick number three. I mean – like, like we said here on a couch in Delco, we predicted that the first non-quarterback off the board would be Kyle Pitts, and it was Kyle Pitts. wasn't number five like I think I said it was. It was number four, which was – To mean, the Falcons? Yeah, to the Falcons. I don't think that's really a big, a big surprise to anybody. Um, to me, he might be the best player in this draft. So. Other than it's been about 50 years since the Atlanta Falcons have drafted a, a defensive player, and they really need to address that defense. But, Mike, it's good. We wanted to be on round one. You said the timing worked out, though. Just like things kind of broke for Howie Roseman in this first round as well. The yeah. big talk was, what are we going to do as Eagles fans if we're getting there to the sixth pick and either Pitts or Jamar Chase are on the clock? I think you would have to admit at that point that, it was a bad look for Howie Roseman to trade down. But sure enough, he called the, tra- the draft board pretty well early on. Pitts, as you mentioned, goes number four to the Atlanta Falcons. Jamar Chase follows him right afterwards to the Cincinnati Bengals. So he'll team up with Joe Burrow out in Cincinnati. So all the memes out there are showing Joe Burrow's scar uh, down the full length of his leg. And that's why they were going to pick an offensive lineman, obviously, they're going for his receiver at LSU the year they won the championship. Just to recap, obviously, Trevor Lawrence, number one. Zach Wilson, number two. Talked about Trey Lance, a bit of a surprise at pick number three. It was either between him and Mac Jones. Mac Jones are shown on the TV now. He's uh, he's kind of fallen a little bit like Aaron Rodgers did, but uh, the pick is in for the Broncos. We'll get to that in a little bit. Maybe it's Mac Jones here, but then as we talked about, kind of be a little bit of a surprise. Just trade. I mean, I know Teddy Bridgewater is not a, uh, he's not a top-notch quarterback anymore. But after just trading for Teddy Bridgewater, you go out and draft the quarterback in the first round, and you still have Drew Locke on your roster. I would be, uh, I would be quite surprised with that. But um, I'm watching ESPN. I think Tom, what, what are you watching right now? I am usually NFL Network, but yeah, I think I think it's easier to stream uh, the uh, ESPN. So we're gonna go with ESPN. Tom might get the uh, the pick a couple seconds before I do, but um, we we will wait until uh, we hear we hear the sounder. But I tend to think that this might be a a lineman, this might be a Rashawn Slater pick right here for me. That's I what think I'm I thinking. think that would be a smart pick by the Broncos. Obviously, they traded for Teddy Bridgewater earlier in the week and still have Drew Locke. Didn't give up much for 
Teddy Bridgewater, but they do have two quarterbacks that can compete in that room. Roger Goodell is coming to the stage. So we're going to pause here and we're going to bring you the Denver Live Broncos pick at number nine. The dual threat quarterback, a guy feels at 6'3 and 230 and ran 4'4 four, four to 40. In the end, the Broncos do not appear to have made a trade. The pick is in, and I can see the commissioner working his way up. They are another team that also many speculated might be in the quarterback market themselves. So rather than trade the pick to someone who wanted to come up and take a quarterback, they could. Oh! The fan ruined it. The fan just ruined it for NFL. In the NFL, have made their selection. If you're watching, the fan just blew it for Roger Goodell. With the ninth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Denver Broncos select Pat Sertan Jr., defensive back, Alabama. (laughs) On a night where we wondered if defensive players would ever get picked at all, we have a run on corners in the top ten. All right, I'm going to mute it right there. Uh, I am glad that Patrick Sertan is off the board. Um, I'm pissed off the Eagles didn't get him. Uh, I, I am I am 100% pissed off the Eagles didn't get him, but I am 100% not pissed off that the Cowboys didn't get uh, He's not a Cowboys. So oh, for sure. I, I definitely had him pegged going to the Dallas Cowboys. It was interesting on ESPN. Uh, they have the fan that's sitting in Roger Goodell's chair from last year. Roger Goodell handed the jersey to the fan. The fan turned it around to the crowd before Roger Goodell could make the announcement. So everybody got to see that it was Patrick Sertan, corner, out of Alabama, is the pick to the Denver Broncos. I know, Mike, we were thinking corner was probably one of the areas that we were certainly targeting at 12. I was a little nervous. We didn't get through the whole draft recap, but – uh, Sertan goes number nine to the Denver Broncos after J.C. Horn went to the Carolina Panthers at number eight. So both top corners are now off the board. So obviously this has to play. How will the Eagles play this situation? Are they going to be looking in? Certainly they have to be looking in another direction now for uh, a player. All right, so I have now switched over to NFL Draft Network. Tom's still probably going to get it earlier than I am. So um, as, as we're listening, um, we, we will hear some, some previews. But it uh, looks like NFL Network's pro- – NFL Network in general is usually, a, what, about 30 seconds ahead of ESPN, usually on draft night, Tom? It depends. It'll go from time to time whether how they come in and out of commercial breaks. I've seen it where – You've definitely caught it on ESPN before I have and, and vice versa. But uh, that was that was the – I switched over to the ESPN feed, so this way we were timed up and just watching the, the fan kind of threw up the Sertan jersey. It was uh, – Yeah, so since I'm streaming it from the Xfinity app, I probably have about a 30-second delay. That That's that's what we're going to look at. But as they're okay. going over Patrick Sertan, we're watching him tackle guys at the ground. We're watching him shed blocks. Great stuff. His jersey is being printed up now in that I, I love the – I've always liked the Broncos colors. I like the brown. The brown. I like the blue and the um, and the orange together. I, I, I've always liked that. So there is Patrick Sertan. The seconds jersey. Looking good there. Looking good. Uh, lots of fans, uh, lots of fans in the background too. So that is nice to see. But 
Um, we will not be with you the entire time. I have wings that I'm going to eat. We got beers that we're drinking. We're just going to have a good old time. We'll pause it at some points. We'll let you know when we're going to get ready to pause as well. Um, just so everybody knows where we're at, what's happening. Because if we, if we stay with you the whole time, this is going to be a three and a half hour episode. <laughs> Yeah, and, and let's face it, we got to run to the fridge. We got to get new beers. We'll tell you what we're drinking uh, throughout this draft episode. Obviously, we got to make sure we get the wings. I've I've already cleaned off a good portion of my wings for the evening. Mike and I both doing wings. I had to get some garlic hot wings. Uh, I had to I had to uh, settle for oh Applebee's. oh we and are you seeing it? There is a trade. The Eagles now on the clock at pick number ten, trading with the Dallas Cowboys. The Philadelphia Eagles are now on the clock at pick number 10. Where's my sound? Who, who are they looking at? It, I have a funny suspicion. ESPN or uh, NFL Network, where is my sound, fellas? There's pictures of on NFL.com, Jeffrey Lurie, Howie Roseman. They look shocked that they've made this trade up, so that's a little bit concerning. Maybe, maybe Nick Sirianni got on the horn and is moving up. It'd be nice if we had sound. It looks like I'm going to have to hurry up and jump over to ESPN, a NFL Network, uh, Fangul. I, I, I never had any issues with any channel before um, with not having sound. I hope this isn't a browser issue. It seems like it is a browser issue right at the worst time um, that we could have a browser issue. We have a surprise trade. I am so glad we got on uh, on Zoom at the time we did. We, we pretty much timed it up uh, perfectly, Tom. All right. So the Eagles. Ooh. Ooh. We got it. We got it. We got, it. We got the sound. All right. Don't tell me you're They're not interested in a quarterback because they want to build around Carson. Oh, excuse me, around Jalen Hurts. And now they trade up to 10. Who do you believe they're coming up to get? I'm looking at Devontae Smith. Just because of the Giants in the division, figure, boy, that would be a nice addition for Daniel Jones to get a Devontae Smith along with Kenny Galladay. I'm the Eagles. I went down from 6 to 12, right? I took myself out entirely of getting one of the elite Looks like Devontae which is what Smith right now. Yeah, it was uh they gave up round three pick eighty four. So that was the pick that we were thinking would be great to take thirty seven and move up into back half of round number one. So it looks like Pick 84 going to the Cowboys along with pick number 12 in exchange for pick round one, pick 10, where I got to think it's it's one of two players, Mike. It's either Devontae Smith or it's Justin Fields if they truly feel that quarterback is the way to go. I, I got to be honest with you. When they were going through all the scenarios that could happen for the Eagles – whether they stayed put, whether they traded back, whether they tr were looking to trade up. I thought trading up was the smoke screen. I thought trading up was the smoke screen that they were trying to – that they wanted to get a quarterback in hopes that somebody would trade up to their position in 12 and get a quarterback. 
But it remains to be seen. 44 seconds now on the clock, according to NFL Network. So you are officially 20 seconds ahead of me. 20 seconds ahead. All right. So I will, I will make sure that. I am not looking at Tom's reaction either. I'll I be pause. staring at the television. Um, and this listen, is a surprising one move to me. So the only reason I see the Eagles moving up here um, is to go ahead and pick a quarterback in my eyes. Um, so you gotta, you gotta adjust. Listen, if the pick is Justin Fields at one ten, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, I think um, Justin Fields is was the third, close to second best quarterback in this draft behind Trevor Lawrence. I like Zach Wilson a little bit better, but Justin Fields not far behind. Yes, Jalen Hurts is the quarterback, and I know a lot has been made by the fans that he's the pick QB1. is in. The pick is in. Let's get this sucker unmuted. They started at six. They traded All right. to 12 with the We're going through the trade scenarios now. We That's know the we trade scenarios. I, I will go ahead and mute that again until I see Roger walking out. Let's wait until Roger is walking across the stage. Then we'll unmute it. But I think it's Justin Fields or it's Devontae Smith. They know that the other two wide receivers that were the top of this draft are off the board. In my eyes, I think they could have waited for Devontae Smith. I, I don't think the Cowboys take him. I don't think the Giants take him after signing Kenny Galladay to a gigantic deal. I think they could have waited on that one. I think you, I think you may be right. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with Especially with Act now signed. Yeah, You're right. Devontae. All right, at least on my TV, Roger Goodell is coming to the stage. I was very interested to see who they picked as the Eagles fan. Looks like a, a nice uh, older woman wearing number 18. The J.C. Horn and, uh, and, and big Patrick Sertan, right both outstanding players. But that, I think, Looks is like what it is. Was so we are, we are now live. Roger Goodell is walking across the stage on my so again, screen. I have not seen Tom's reaction. I have not looked at the Zoom camera. All right. He is going up. And is getting out of the honorary chair. Roger Goodell is getting set to announce the pick. Seems the like the video is very next. jumpy. That's to be expected on my screen. NFC East, and we're about to find out who it is the Eagles wanted to move up and this get to that. Uh, this is a franchise-altering moment um, in Philadelphia Eagles history. You can see my reaction. Pick to the Philadelphia Eagles with the 10th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The Philadelphia Eagles select Devontae Smith. Yes! Receiver, Alabama. I don't like trading up for Devontae Smith, I'll be honest with that. I'm happy with the pick. I'm happy I was right. I do not like trading up to get Devontae Smith to give the Cowboys an extra pick. I don't think the Cowboys pick him. I don't think anybody else jumps the Eagles to get there. But, hey, it's one pick off the board. And all in all, it's, it's something that is okay. Um, and we got a uh, we'll have a single-digit wide receiver next year wearing number six. The newest Philadelphia Eagle. Um, Tom, I know we heard your thoughts. Let's hear your uh, your your first reaction to this. Because last year, we were about 30 minutes late to giving our gut reactions, right? Yeah, and I think it's hard to be 
unhappy with this pick. I think we talked about it in our draft previews, at least, you know, the, the mock drafts that we did. We had to get one of the top wide receivers at, at the top of this draft. Yep. I think that looking at the top of round two, I, I have a feeling that Bateman and Marshall are going to go at the end of round one, not leaving us much left at the top of round two. I think this team needs a wide receiver, especially with Sertan and Horn off the board. It's really hard to argue with Devonta Smith as the pick here for the Eagles. I get the trade. I, I have to assume that maybe they didn't value somebody as much at 84 and they were okay. It's, it's the bottom third pick. It's not pick 70. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have a lot of players that they valued in the top 100. So they felt good giving up pick 84 to move up those spots. Who knows who could have traded with the Cowboys. Yeah. The Cowboys and the giants probably not going to take Devonta Smith, but do you Man, give yourself a big little bit Nick Sirianni's pumped. He's pumped. I think the one drawback that they've all said about Devonta Smith is obviously the size, right? That that's been the, the only thing that they can really find at fault with Devonta Smith is, well, he's a little bit small, 160 something pounds, right? Not a big guy. We've had experience here as Eagles fans dealing with a, you know, a, a tiny wide receiver to Sean Jackson drafted in round two, probably if you look at how his career turned out was probably a first round top 10 type pick for that draft. And we kind of discounted guys like Justin Jefferson last year because, Oh, he only played in the slot. Yeah. Right. It, it, Giants this the have now traded back. Giants have traded with the bears as we are speaking. So okay. maybe, maybe I was wrong. Maybe the Giants wanted Devonta Smith. And now he is off the board. The Eagles give up a late third-round pick, jump the Giants for their man, and now the Giants are out. The Giants are moving back in the draft, maybe seeing if they can pick up a Marshall or they can pick up a Bateman or maybe even a surprise with Elijah Moore, um, but getting some value for their pick. Uh, so maybe uh, – Maybe I owe Howie an apology. Uh, uh, we shall see how, how the Bears pick here. Um, and in my eyes, the Bears should pick uh, Slater. I, I think I've said that the last three picks now, though, Tom. <laughs> so if so the Bears are, are smart here, I, th I think they're going Justin Fields, right? Uh, are they? I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand the Bears. Mac Jones is now regretting his decision to show up for yeah. the draft today uh, <laughs> as they show him in the war room. But, Mike. Poor guy. All right. I'm pretty excited about Devontae Smith. I, I think you have to be happy with it. Boom. You, Boom. you picked him in the mock draft. I even said, hey, if Devontae Smith is on the board here when the Eagles pick, you take him. If not, I, you know, I kind of went my second option was J.C. Horn. So, I think we're both a little bit excited about Devontae Smith here. Now there's an empty couch. Somebody got drafted. They're, they're showing a living room on the TV. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Justin Fields, his whole family would just disappeared. Now they're coming into the couch. <laughs> they have in Tennessee, just, Georgia. They have disappeared. Yeah, they are gone. <laughs> but they're they back are, now. They are running. Oh, I see him in the background. The Maybe pick is in. Just, they're duping us. I can see him in the uh, – I can see him moving around back there or maybe outside. Oh, here they come. Yep, he definitely got a phone call. It is Justin Fields uh, putting his phone down. Try, the, the family is trying – looks like they're trying to uh, 
compose themselves for for a large reaction in a few seconds. But yeah, it's crazy, crazy, crazy draft. Um, second year, first year um, that I got the first round draft pick. Second second year in a row, I've got at least one right, Tom. So there's that. I will be uh, I will be picking up a Devonta Smith number six. Jersey, at least. I don't know if I'm going Jersey, but Jersey for sure, Tom. He's got to earn it on the field for the for the Jersey, and he is a guy he can play the outside despite his size. He can play that X position. Yeah. I, that that was the thing that I wanted. I wanted to make sure we got you know an X receiver on this team, somebody that can play the outside. Devonte Smith, I think, is that player. I love all the text messages I'm getting now as we're live on the air. I know we'll have some some blips of, of dead air, um, but I am reading the text messages. Oh, my God, they didn't fuck it up. Oh, look at that. You, you, you picked the right guy for once. How the hell is Booker McFarlane on the set? But but as, a, as an aside, uh, I love when we get text messages like that. The Eagles truly didn't mess this one up. I am so, so pumped that they got – um, they got a, they got a number one wide receiver in my eyes for the next uh, next few years at least him and um, Jalen Rager uh, and Travis Fulgham and a, and maybe a Greg Ward. I mean, it's not the greatest wide receiving crew in the world, but it's ours, so we gotta love it, right? Here comes yeah. the Bears. Have traded up with the Giants to number eleven. Here's Roger. Through this year's draftathon, the NFL is supporting our nation's path to recovery from COVID-19 by focusing on the critical issues of mental health, food insecurity, health disparities, and the digital divide. Throughout the pandemic, health disparities widen in communities of color, indigenous communities, and for older and rural Americans. We're joining forces with the CDC Foundation as part of a draftathon to meet the basic needs like nutrition, safety, and health. Very noble. Carlos Nelson, who's behind me, has been doing just that, leading the Greater Auburn Gresham Development Corporation in Chicago. His dream of creating a federally qualified health center to provide medical care in his neighborhood is becoming a reality with support from the Chicago Bears and it will open in 2022. Congratulations, Carlos, and please take it away with the Bears selection. Wow. This is a very high honor, Tom. It is. Boy, how exciting is this? Seriously. With the 11th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the My Chicago Bears select Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. Oh! Going crazy for an Ohio State boy. I like it. This is a Very nice. And that's, and that's a smart pick by the that's, Chicago that's a fr- Now, that is a franchise-altering pick in my eyes. That, that is, even the dogs are excited. Look at that. Dogs all over the place. Justin Fields. Dog probably peed three times on that couch. <laughs> Definitely not sitting on that couch in uh, in Delco for sure. Uh, good for uh, 
good for uh, Justin Fields. Great pick by the Bears. Um, now maybe everybody can stop worrying about Andy Dalton starting. I think Justin Fields is your uh, day one number one quarterback um, out there well, in, I, the, uh, in the midway. For sure. I hope not. I have uh, Andy Dalton on a dynasty team. I'm hoping yeah, that he might get a couple. Maybe he of rides that. Maybe you know. Can I get six games out of Andy Dalton for the Bears? Probably not. That that's going to be a day one starter for Justin Fields. There. They are not going to start Andy Dalton. I think I have Andy Dalton too in another league, <laughs> but that, but that is okay there. But uh, I think uh, I think at this point we're going to go ahead and pause it. We got to do a beer run. I want to eat a couple wings. So in in real time, in your guys' time, we'll be back in a flash. In real time, we'll be back before the uh, Cowboys make their pick. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back from our short commercial break. Remember, if there's any sponsors out there, um, you can definitely hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we are at, uh, not at, we are on a couch in Delco at gmail.com as well. And send us an email. We'll throw your, uh, throw your plugs in there, especially during for episode, episodes like this. But don't mind, uh, don't mind setting up some, uh, some future commercial breaks. Uh, Roger Goodell is walking to the podium at this point. There's a lot happening with this uh, Cowboys pick. There's movement everywhere. People are dancing. Uh, I'm not. I'm not too sure what the hell's going on, Tom. <laughs> Let's just go to the tape. I know Goodell's about to make the pick. My uh, my second screen is very. Rapticon, we're partnering with Mental Health America to support resources for those that need it. Kanigia Bedrine, an Army veteran from Dallas, struggled with anxiety and depression after returning from Iraq. She turned her struggle into triumph and is now a licensed social worker who provides mental health counseling. Kanigia, we thank you for your service and all you do to continue to help others during this challenging time. Please do it. Is the sound. My favorite sound in the world, people. Oh. Tom, you know what to do after this pick, right? Mm. Oh my god! How about them cowboys? This city of Cincinnati. Is it Cincinnati? Where are they at? Cleveland. 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 They've done it for us, Tom. Well, Tom, are you ready? Three, two, one. Hey, listen. I love Micah Parsons, though. Micah Parsons to pick. Harrisburg kid. You know, so local guy out of Penn State. Uh, Sean Lee just retired. So I got to imagine that Micah Parsons steps into that starting defense Day one. Oh, day one. Yeah. For that team. All right. Eagles offensive line, you got to get ready. Uh, Michael Parsons is a load. I, I think that the, the downside on him, you know, people question his off the field a little bit. There were some incidents at Penn State, uh, you know, cause him to question a little bit of immaturity, obviously, but there is no mistaking his talent on the field 
he can just play. He can get after the quarterback. He can cover in space. He can do everything that you need. He is a round one linebacker. Obviously, somebody that we talked about on the podcast is somebody we wouldn't mind seeing the Eagles pick. Uh, sat out this season, but had a tremendous bowl game. I guess it was his sophomore year. Uh, I believe this would have been his junior year, but you know, closed out his sophomore season with a, you know, a phenomenal bowl game. Uh, and, and now the Eagles will get to face him two times per year. Uh, he is a load in the defense. Great tackle right there. Great, great pursuit right there. Uh, if you guys were watching the the ESPN, ESPN uh, feed, he made a great tackle in the backfield. Um, it looked like might have been uh, maybe against Buffalo. Uh, I believe Buffalo University or University of Buffalo. Uh, great player. A guy who I, I wanted the Eagles to draft. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, at 12. I, 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 uh, I love the Devontae Smith pick. I would have been happy with Micah Parsons, too. Yep. Um, it really stinks going to the Cowboys. I, Man, I, was, hoping they, I was hoping they took Quiddy Pay. Yeah, now that the that Eagles would, have exercised the Quiddy Pay demons, that would have uh, been cool. I was hoping that maybe. Dallas went for Quiddy Pay, but Micah Parsons, that's he will be the first linebacker to wear number eleven in the uh in the NFL. That that will that will be a thing. How about uh how about Jerry Jones snuffing Steven Jones on a high five and just giving him a pat on the leg and saying, I gotta I gotta take this call. <laughs> I I enjoyed that. I don't know, I don't know why, but that's just one of those things where you just you just laugh a little bit, I guess. But you know, you got to nice get. Little setup. I, like I, I, I will like give the the Cowboys credit for one thing. I, a lot is said about Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones. From what you hear, heads up there, they're drafting heads. You know, kind of leads it from a draft standpoint. They consistently have good picks, uh, especially in round one. There's very few times where you can say early in the draft that they don't make good picks. Uh, yeah. So, hey, we got to line up. Jordan Mayalata got to be ready. Sayamalu, like th- this line, this line got to come. Miles Sanders on some chip blocks in the in the backfield for sure. It's uh, it's gonna be gonna be a big ask. He, he reminds me a lot of uh, of what uh, what they already have in in Van Der Esch. Maybe a little even faster, more athletic, quicker to the ball, and that's that's a scary thought. Because Van Der Esch is uh, he's very good at, in his own right. So now, now they have two, two possibly perennial Pro Bowl, perennial All Pro guys um, in in Micah Parsons and Leighton Van Der Esch uh, heading up their linebacker core. So kind of it's kind of making me a little uh, a little angry. The Cowboys are building a defense um, where I like a defense built, and that is at stud a stud position back there in, in, in that linebacker position. And they, they have two studs now down there in, uh, in big D and that's a, that's a scary thought coming up. Dallas still sucks. Dallas, Dallas still definitely sucks, but damn, they got two good, two good linebackers. And they got it. You know, the offensive line, obviously the offensive line was the strong point for that team for a few years. Yeah. Uh, they're starting to get a little long in the tooth there. Some guys are, Guys some, are some crazy freak yeah. injuries too. So yeah, it's uh so offensive line getting a little bit long in the tooth, but Dallas will be a 
will be a tough, tough opponent for years to come for the, for the Eagles. We got to build this team, right? Yeah. Um, this will be their last year, uh, with, uh, with a CD lamb, uh, Terrence Williams and, and a, um, why am I forgetting my dude? What what what's the other wide receiver down there? Amari Cooper. Yeah, Coop. Yeah, this will be the last year with that crew, and probably, probably, uh, maybe the last year of a of a Zeke Elliott, um, for sure. They, they have a lot of cap issues down there. We think the Eagles have cap issues. The uh, the Cowboys have a lot more with signing, rightfully so, signing a a franchise quarterback. Um, in in Dak Prescott, so they they got a lot of a lot of maneuvering um, to keep that offense up to snuff. But um, they definitely did need help on that on the defensive side of the ball. I, I thought they would. They probably really wanted a Jace Horn or a pra, uh, Patrick Sertain for sure. Um, would have been the second year they go with an Alabama cornerback. Uh, last year they get Trayvon Diggs. Um, this year they they possibly could have gotten Patrick Sertain. That would have been a that would have been a cool story, but uh, that hasn't happened. They, they take a uh, Penn State alum, Harrisburg, uh, Harrisburg local, sort of kind of local. We'll go with that in Micah. He's Austin. a few couches over from Delco, but listen, few couches can, over. Can we, can we stop talk? Can we stop giving love to the Cowboys? It's kind of making me a little bit sick. Chargers pick is in, so that'll be coming up in a little bit. But before. Roger Goodell makes it to the stage with the Chargers pick. Let's cover what we're drinking for the fans out there. All right. So my first beer that I have actually just finished off, uh, I was too busy eating a wing um, during our first commercial break. I went with a, uh, a very local company right over the, uh, I think they're right over to the, the uh, what's the, what's the last bridge? The Betsy Ross or is it the Tacone Palmyra? Whichever bridge that is, that's what they're over. They're right over okay. that bridge. Uh, Double Nickel Brewing Company. Okay. Uh, I went with the Sour Daddy Diesel Supreme. Banging right. beer. It's dank and hazy is what it's billed as. It has a mosaic citra. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a pretty decent beer. Like I said in the last, uh, last episode, for whatever reason, I got into sour beers. This is a good sour, kettle sour IPA is what it's classified as. Very, very good beer. And probably not the beer I'm going to I'm gonna pick for our first round pick, Devontae Smith. So, Tom, what do you got over there? All right. So I got a nice double IPA, Neshaminy Creek, also local, not too far from Double Nickel, but on the PA side of the of the bridge in Chamonix Creek tropical shape of haze to come. So they have a few, you know, shape of to come beers. Uh, Definitely the shape of haze to come shape of things to come. It's kind of a a theme for the Chamonix Creek. This is one of their hazy double IPA tropical because it has hints of coconut and passion fruit. This is a solid beer. A lot of things that the Chamonix Creek does are, are top notch. This is absolutely one of them as well. Pretty cool can work. Artwork on the can kind of has like a space uh, theme. Mike, if you can see it, it, the uh, lighting is a little bit dark there. But the Shabney Creek, I got a few selections, so I'll go through my other ones as we get through this draft episode. But the Shabney Creek, Tropical Shape of Haze to Come, nice hazy 
double IPA. You can really taste the coconut. For me, coconut goes with IPA. I, you yeah. wouldn't expect it. You think more coconut with stouts or porters. Coconut with an IPA, it, it just goes. So this is very, definitely very one to get out and, and find and, and have a drink this summer. And any of the, uh, the, the, the to come ones are, uh, are very, very, uh, very good. It's a very good line of beers. Looks like uh, looks like this is going to be uh, Rayshon Slayton. Slater. Slater. Why do I keep calling him? I keep calling him Slayton. Rayshon Slater. Uh, looks like everybody was pretty happy. Um, and here is uh, Roger Goodell. With the 13th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Los Angeles Chargers select Rayshon Slater Jr. Tackle, Northwestern. Okay, so my first thoughts is, do you think that that uh, front line of fans cheering for for Mr. Slater being drafted ever heard of him? No, I wonder if that front line of fans that are cheering for him are even L.A. Chargers fans. Yes. and Or just a couple people from Ohio that threw on some Chargers jerseys. Prior to the draft, obviously Rashawn Slater. I think that's a great pick for the Chargers. Great suit too. I like uh, it. He dressed for the occasion. And he dressed for the occasion. The all whole he set was a, a a yellow scarf or a yellow uh, not scarf, a yellow uh, handkerchief, and he would have been perfect. <laughs> the whole family looked on point. Yeah, uh, very, looking good, looking good on draft night. But Rashawn Slater played left tackle for Northwestern. There was talk, right? We talked about it on one of the previous episodes where the Eagles viewed him, if they viewed him as a tackle versus a guard. You know, a lot of scouts or NFL, they make a big deal out of arm length. And I think he had exactly 33 and a half inch arms, which is like the cutoff is like 33 for a tackle's arms. Whatever. The man played left tackle in the Big Ten, a pretty important conference. I think he steps in, even if he is not, you know, the starting left tackle for the Chargers, if he can kick into left guard and be a starting left guard for the next few years to come. Austin I'm not Eckler, actually sure what we were looking at on that. I'm, I'm, as you're talking, I'm watching his highlights. The one highlight was just a guy getting tackled in the backfield. I'm not too sure why that, why that was in the highlight real time. <laughs> that was a, that was a that, that's choice. A, that's a bad clip. Bad clip. I'm sure he's given up some tackles in the backfield. I'm actually uh, not even sure that was Northwestern in the clip, to be honest. And Rashawn Slater is now getting the Chargers chain from the fan. So, um, yeah. But Rashawn Slater, he's a player that if the Eagles would have ended up taking Rashawn Slater, I would have been fine with him. That means they view him as more as a, a tackle than a guard, but a guy that she, you hope she's jumping too. She's she bouncing out there. She she loves it. Let's a guy, you, a song or something. A guy you hope can be a starting left tackle of the future, and if you can get your starting left tackle in the first round, you do it. Yeah, but if sure. not, if he has to kick in the guard, I think he's going to be a very good guard in the NFL. And when you have Austin Eckler, when you have Justin Herbert, you you have a lot of those offensive pieces already in place putting in an offensive lineman never heard anything for Sean Slater. I think that's a really great pick for the chargers. Yeah, and now you're, we, you're, you're going to protect, you're going to protect your franchise quarterback, something we got to trade as, as I was about to say something, 
That's right. Yeah. The Minnesota Vikings traded with the New York Jets. So the Vikings were scheduled to pick pick 14. The, the Jets are on the clock again. The Jets the are on the 15. My guess is now that Rashawn Slater is off the board, somebody like the uh, offensive lineman out of USC is probably who they are thinking. Elijah. Wanted, uh, Elijah. Yeah, Elijah. Oh, yes. Man. He has two yeah. last names. He was literally just on the screen. I, I thought I actually thought that might have been a pick there, but um, either either way, um, the Chargers went. They were protecting their franchise quarterback, which is something um, something I thought the Dolphins would have done. Something I I, I thought the the Bengals would have done, um, but they both opted for offensive weapons instead of offensive line protection for their franchise quarterback. So. Maybe we'll see that in round two, or maybe they, um, those two teams, maybe trade back up into the first round and get a uh, get a blue chip uh, blue chip offensive lineman. But uh, good for the Chargers. Good for good for Justin Herbert. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully, Mister uh, Mister Slater can keep him healthy for for uh, years to come out there in L.A. And yes, I almost said San Diego. Uh, I was just about to go get my second beer as the pick is in, so we'll wait until this pick is in. If I would have had that second beer, they probably would have been the San Diego Chargers again, Tom. <laughs> and they'll probably be San Diego before we know it eventually. But yeah, they'll pro- well not with that stadium. There ain't no way they're going to move out of that stadium. What was that? Two billion, two point five billion dollars built that stadium. That's the Ram Stadium. They're just. Uh... Oh, we are in commercial break, Tom. So can we go to commercial break so I can eat a wing and get a beer? How about that? We'll go to commercial break. The Jets pick is in. We'll come back as Roger Goodell is making the pick. Maybe we'll just go. We won't even come in. We'll just go right to Goodell making the pick for the Jets, and then we'll cover that pick as we come back. So stay tuned. More to come on a couch in Delco. Let's see. I think. I have my TV down, so I can't really hear Oh. With the 14th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select Elijah Vera Tucker, guard, USC. That was a lot of disappointment on the fans right. of those, uh, on the faces of those uh, Jets fans right there. But uh, listen, good, you uh, you had it here going into our break from on a couch in Delco. We had the offensive lineman. Name was escaping me a little bit, but Vera Tucker. Op- that's not even a hard name to remember. <laughs> offensive lineman. He's got like three names there. Three names are hard to remember, and he is not a player that I was targeting for the Eagles. I thought he would go uh, later in the round, which he does. Pick fourteen to the Thanks New York him. Jets. Obviously, you get your quarterback pick number two. You want an offensive lineman that can block him. Elijah Vera Tucker is. The pick here for the Jets at fourteen. If Hard you guys to argue. Were paying attention, if Tom, if you were paying attention there, we already know the fifteenth pick in the NFL draft. The fifteenth pick in the NFL draft will be Mac Jones, Jones. New England Patriots. He was uh, he was almost brought to tears on on that uh, on that phone call that ESPN mistakenly put up for a split second. But you heard it here first, guys. Mac Jones. Going to the Patriots pick 15 in the NFL draft. Yeah, I think the ESPN was trying to get cute and show uh, 
Mac Jones just maybe sitting on his couch, on his couch in Alabama or wherever he's at. He's at the draft, right? So is he at the draft? He is at the draft. So on a couch in Cleveland. Uh, that's that's going to be the sequel podcast. That sounds like a great podcast. <laughs> sounds when, like a lot of stuff I don't want to listen to. <laughs> when, when Mike and I, uh, when Mike and I branch off and and we start doing a, a franchises, when we start franchise, selling franchises of our podcast. franchise of on a couch in Cleveland, it will be for uh, we'll be able to cover Mac Jones. But pick fifteen, yes. It looks like it's not official, but it looks like it's going to be Mac Jones, the quarterback out of Alabama. A lot was said of the Patriots having to move up to trade, moving up to trade to get Mac Jones, and uh, they're able to stay stay in place, pick 15, get the quarterback that it sounded like Bill Belichick wanted all along, so... So all that Jimmy Garoppolo stuff over the last two days is a bunch of hogwash at this point, huh? They were trying to work out a deal and, and sign him to a different contract in order to make the make the trade work, make the contracts work. But it looks like instead of doing that, the Patriots are going to go ahead and pick what Patriots fans are going to help becomes uh, becomes the next Tom Brady. Um a lot of experts kind of doubt that very much, but we will hear uh, Roger Goodell go ahead and take. Uh, let us know that Mac Jones is is number fifteen off the board. With food insecurity a challenge for so many Americans, we've teamed up with Feeding America as part of Draftathon to help fight hunger. Don Cox is behind me, a former Marine saw a need in his community, and started providing food to fellow veterans. He and his team have provided more than 5.6 million meals in 10 different states through Food for Vets. Don, thank you for your service to our country and for helping those facing food insecurity. The stage is yours to make the Patriots pick. With the 15th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the six-time world champion New England Patriots. Oh, shut up. Select. Matt you didn't win 52. So there you go, Mac Jones. I didn't, I didn't mind talking over that pick. Mac Jones, meanwhile, yeah, if you're watching on ESPN, Mac Jones is coming out like he got a, a turd in his pants. Guy can't even walk out to the stage looking athletic. I don't know how he's going to make it as a quarterback in the NFL. I like Mac Jones, and just until I heard uh, that Patriots fan going off. Seriously. Like, uh, what do you have to say about the pick? Eh, whatever. It's Mac Jones. They got who they wanted. Good for them. I hope he, I hope he blows. <laughs> I hope he blows big baby chunks. That's, a, that's what I'm hoping. But uh, got the nice big bear hug. They definitely don't care about COVID anymore. But uh, it's nice to see. Good for him. Well, they're Good wearing their big game. vaccination stickers. Do they have those? If you look on the TV, all the every I guess you can choose to wear it or get it if you show your. I don't know how it works, but uh, I you see Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell, and a lot of the fans. While you're also not at the draft, you're on a couch in Belco here, Mike. But a lot of the fans yeah, that, and, and Goodell are wearing vaccination. a. You got a sticker. I did it. I felt I wow. felt left out. 
Yeah, CBS <laughs> gave out a little, uh, almost like an I voted sticker. It's like mm-hmm. I'm vaccinated sticker. But you didn't get any of that. The NFL draft, they're giving out big stickers. I mean, nice. huge stickers to indicate that you are are Mac Jones with a, a great pass right there to that was that was Waddle. The pass before was a great pass to to Devontae, Devontae Smith. Smith. There's another pass to Devontae Smith. Yep. Great rat wow, great catch. Great pass, oh. too. Oh, you know what? I'm loving these Mac Jones clips because I'm seeing a lot of Devontae Smith. Devontae who, Smith by the way, him. what's that? Making him look good. Who, by the way, <laughs> there he is again the down the sideline. Wide receiver. I love it. This is great stuff. There's another another one. Touchdown, Devontae Smith. Very nice. Those were great highlights. Other than the Patriots pick, I love the. <laughs> I love the highlights. I loved everything right there, guys. That that was great to see. Lots of Devontae Smith. Uh, Devontae Smith highlights that girl in the uh, blue dress better watch jumping up and down because uh, this is about to become an X-rated show here on a couch in Delco. Not that anybody would mind here on a couch in Delco. Just letting her know just for uh, personal reasons there. <laughs> Mac Jones, I, I guess it's his dad. Mac Jones' dad looks like he, he owns a pawn shop maybe in Tuscaloosa. I don't know, <laughs> but interesting family. All right. Pick 16, Arizona Cardinals are on the clock. The pick is in, so we'll be coming to you with the Arizona Cardinals pick momentarily. Mike, you got anything on the Cardinals? They're not a team that I looked at close in this offensive line. You think offensive line? Yeah, whoever uh, BPA O-line is at this point, I don't have any of my sheets in front of me. And if I'm afraid to open up something else because the video hasn't lagged since I've t- taken it off of the uh, second screen there. Um, so if if you have anything up, but I would go BPA O-line right here. Um, that would be my choice to, to protect Kyler Murray or Calamari as um, – who was the color analyst? Was the Eagles Cardinals color analyst uh, this year was calling him Calamari? Uh, who was the – Oh, former man. corner, right? Yeah. For the he was somebody who played for the Eagles or played against the Eagles. One well, yeah, name he, that he we was, should know. He was a Buccaneers player and uh Akeem Talib. That's the name. It came to me. Yep, 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 yep. Akeem Talib. That that is that is the guy. So we got a. Uh, I would think so offensive line. I would think Chris, Christian Darisol is still on the board. Alex Leatherwood. Is another uh, another player on the board that may interest the the Cardinals. Obviously, probably Elijah Vera Tucker was a player that they probably looked at. But Christian Darisol, Virginia Tech, or Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama. You saw him briefly in those clips for Mac Jones. If they're going offensive line, I believe he was the one he was handing the trophy to. Um, in, in one of those uh, one of those clips, so I would say BPA O line at this point. Oh, I hate this! I hate this. The chair pick, thing. the pick is delayed, but I am seeing it. We'll, I won't cover it. We'll cover it. We'll certainly cover it after after Goodell calls it on on the pod. 
Zayden Collins, linebacker, Tulsa. Zayden Collins is a remarkable wow. story. Yeah. As we take a look so, at I almost the missed it there. That wasn't as delayed as I thought it was. <laughs> Six four two sixty. Reminds me of Levon Kirkland. Zayvon Collins was, if you recall from our draft episodes, I had him going to the Eagles in the second round, pick thirty seven. Love this player. I was starting to see in later mock drafts that uh, he wasn't falling into the second round. Was going towards the end of round. One, but here he goes in the middle of round one. Zayvon Collins, Bronco Nagurski award winner uh, out of Tulsa. Phenomenal linebacker. I would have loved him to see him in Eagles green, but he goes to the Arizona Cardinals at pick 16. I guess a little bit high. Uh, obviously now J.C. Horn went before uh, the Eagles picked him round one. Zayvon Collins. Zayvon Collins now goes in. Round one before he gets the Eagles in round two. So a lot of He's the guys rumbling, that I like. bumbling, liked, stumbling, Tom. Uh, great, great linebacker. Good at coverage. Good ball skills. Play, Those two interceptions. Woo. I'm telling you, Bronco Nickers, best defense, you know, best defensive player in college last year. Great linebacker. I would have loved him to see him in Eagles green. Obviously, at pick 16, it wasn't going to happen. But uh, Zayvon Collins – Pick 16, Arizona Cardinals. Interesting. Good, good linebacker for, for the Arizona Cardinals there. Raiders are now on the clock. We're at a commercial break. They got about four minutes on the clock. I have no idea where the Raiders could go uh, with this pick. They could Last year, anywhere. they surprised us all, right? They surprised us all. They took the first quarterback off the board. They took Henry Ruggs Jr. off the board. Wide receiver. For, yeah, what, what did I say? Quarterback. I say quarterback. We're on to the second beer, everybody. There you go. Hey, this is what you get on a couch in Delco, guys. Come on. We're on the, we're on the you second expect beer, this to, You expect this to be tight? Seriously. But like we said, it is a commercial break. So for us, it's a, it's a short commercial break. For you guys, it's mere seconds. We'll be right back. With the 17th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Alex Leatherwood, tackle Alabama. So Alex Leatherwood off the board. Um, we were talking about him just the uh, just the pick before, actually. So yeah, we thought um, maybe he was a, a chance to go to the Cardinals at pick sixteen, but here he goes to the Raiders at pick seventeen. They just recently cut a few offensive linemen so Alex Leatherwood will likely step in and be a starting offensive lineman for the Raiders in the 2021 season Eagles play the Raiders in Vegas this year so we will get to see Alex Leatherwood one-on-one this year maybe out in Vegas Mike Mike are you in for an Eagles Raiders game in Vegas this year yeah for sure we've been talking about that for years ever since Ever since the Raiders were, were rumored to even even just be rumored to move uh, to Las Vegas, we were like, "Wow, wouldn't wouldn't that be a weekend?" And and then and then you got the the Las Vegas Knights. Um, although I don't think I'd want to see a Flyers game the the way they're playing. But imagine a Saturday night Flyers Knights, and then Sunday afternoons, Sunday morning. Technically, it would be. 
uh, Eagles Raiders. That would be a uh, that would be a great weekend out in Vegas, Tom. That would be a great weekend. So we got to obviously the the NFL schedule comes out in May, a little bit later this year. Usually that NFL schedule is out by now. They usually do the yeah. end of March, but pushed it back to May. I guess they're waiting to see through COVID protocols and stuff like that. But uh, we will certainly ha- that is one that I am anxiously waiting to see when the Eagles will be heading out to Las Vegas. I'm going to try and get out to that game. I'm going to, I'm going to take that vaccine for a little run. Make yeah, sure, for uh, sure. Make, make sure I can test. Hell of a run t- out there. Test the old vaccine heading out to Vegas. Vegas is actually going to be, they had already come out the casinos June 1st, June 1st, or when 65% of the adult population has their first dose of vaccine, whichever one comes first, not last, whichever one comes first, they're going to open all the casinos, no social distancing, 100% capacity. They are over the pandemic. They are, they are going full bore. So they are going full bore June 1st. So Vegas will be open uh, come time for the Eagles to play the Raiders. Miami Dolphins now on the clock. They had picked Jalen Waddle. Uh, earlier in this draft at pick six. Are you glad they picked Jalen Waddle, Tom? Because I'm not going to play the duck song for you. I am glad, one, Jalen Waddle was the one player I had talked about on our last episode. The Eagles needed to come out of the first round, I thought, with a wide receiver. Uh, I was a little unsure if that wide receiver is going to be Jalen Waddle. You then played the duck song and sold it for me that I absolutely didn't want it to be Jalen Waddle, so... Yes, I was glad to see the Dolphins picked Jalen Waddle. There was a lot of talk of them picking offensive line uh, with that pick, six pick, maybe uh, Penny Suo. So I got to imagine pick 18, they're going to get some protection for Tua on that offensive line. Yeah, that, that's, what, that's what I'm thinking at this point. Um, it, this will be BPA O-line. Looks like Roger is waddling out um, to the stupid-ass couch, but I'll leave it alone. Take it away, Roger. With the 18th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Jalen Phillips, defensive end, Miami. Hey, yo, Miami. You got to cut it with all the Jalen picks. Like that's that's the Eagles thing. Like we yeah, corner, the, the, we, we corner take, that market. We take the Jalen's here in Philadelphia. Jalen Phillips, he's actually my top defensive end. What in God's name is he wearing in this draft? What I didn't see. I didn't. I didn't see the outfit yet. But Jalen Phillips, I think a highly productive defensive end out of Miami. They're showing a clip from UC, He did play at UCLA for two years. That is right. So that is not just a bad clip, but then uh, transferred to Miami. So we'll stay in the town where he played college football. I think he's from California, at least when they showed him initially, it was out of Redlands, California. So Jalen Phillips, I think a little bit more developed than Quiddy Pay. Uh, if, if the Eagles were going defensive end in round one, I would have preferred Jalen Phillips over Quiddy Pay. So to see him go, Pick 18 is good value here. I like the pick for Miami. I thought they were going to go offensive line, but it's hard to pass up a pass rusher in the first round. Yeah. Um, you know, 
like I've always said, you bu- you build your football team from from both sides of the line out, um, and and Miami is doing that here with this pick. But that that outfit that that was a, that was a questionable outfit. Great player, obviously. Oh, interception! What a great athletic pick that was. I gotta see um, the okay. All right, the jeans are the jeans are the skinny jeans. They're capris, uh, Tom. They they are. They are too... kind of a, a flood type gene there. Yeah, I guess I'm not one, too sure. could, one could call them capris. Obviously, no socks with the loafer. Definitely mm-hmm. a Miami look there. Yeah, not the greatest outfit. Not the greatest outfit. I'm not going to lie. Not something you would wear on a couch in Delco for sure. But yeah, for sure. I like the hair though. I'm I'm big. I'm big fan of the dreads. I like the. I guess that's dreads, or or he's trying to make them into dreads, but. Um, interesting pick, uh, way better than Quiddy Pay. Hopefully, Quiddy Pay is off the board. Um, coming up in these next couple picks, I don't think I can stomach a round two Quiddy Pay pick. But, Tom, we are in a commercial break. I know yeah. I don't need a beer, but I can uh, use a wing. I am, I am going to probably grab a beer on this commercial break, but we do have coming up pick 19, pick 20. The Washington football team and the Giants. So, and then pick twenty-one. Picks. Carson Wentz's new team. Carson so Wentz's team. Lots of intrigue coming up here. Lots of intrigue. So, a couple picks with some Eagles ramifications coming up. Stay tuned. Draft episode on a couch in Delco. With the nineteenth pick in the twenty twenty-one NFL Draft, the Washington football team selects Jamin Davis, linebacker, Kentucky. Wow. If you guys remember from back on my uh back back in my picks, I, I was getting I was getting Jamin Davis in the third round in some of uh some of my mock drafts. So that is a uh, uh he is a, a late riser or early jumper or whatever you want to call him, but uh another big linebacker, six four, two, two thirty-five. A guy I would have liked the Eagles to draft was my line early linebacker choice. Um, I was getting him with that first pick or second pick in the third round. Uh, I, I wonder if that was just a a bad board I was drafting from, Tom. Yeah, well, looking at this uh, latest mock draft that I'm looking at, he was actually picked to go 17 to uh, the Raiders. I this is not a player that I initially had in my first round picks either, but I guess the mock drafts are educated based on what they're hearing out in the NFL and the league circle. So this is maybe something that where scouts had a higher rating on him than maybe some of the, the NFL pundits that work for uh, the broadcast, but Jamin Davis pick number 19 to the Washington football team guess I'll try and pull up a I don't I haven't done too much research on him but you know 64 224 you know probably playing more of an outside role uh, for for the Washington football team than a middle linebacker but they have a pretty decent defense Ron Rivera has a great defense uh, he makes use of linebackers and he's done he's had success with smallish linebackers so uh, I Kind of had I trust Ron Rivera in this situation, so maybe Jamin Davis is somebody that uh, 
can play. So you have both NFC East teams that have drafted so far going linebacker in the first round. Other than the Eagles. Compare that to the Eagles who haven't drafted a linebacker since in the first round since 1979. So. One year, Tom, my dream is to, to break that trend. My dream is, is fading very slowly because every year it doesn't happen, but Good pick. Um, guy I wanted for the Eagles, but my my board had to be bad. If I was getting him in, in the third round, I, I, that's – I mean, I, I can see if he was there in the second round maybe sometimes, but if I was getting him in with the, the second pick for the Eagles in the third round um, coming up tomorrow, that's that's a little suspect on – who did I use? It was a pretty uh, pro football focus or – it was either pro football focus or pro football talk. I think it was pro football talk. Pretty uh, reputable source, but not a not a very reputable board I was using. And and here's what I found using sometimes some of the media pundits and their mock drafts or their or their big boards. You'll go through it and they'll have a guy that's in the third round and you kind of select you know and you start to research that guy. You start to know him a little bit better and you're like, wow, this is a really good player. Everything they're kind of saying about this player, potential to be a starter here in the third round, you can almost guarantee that players like that, if if scouts are putting that kind of report out on this player, the NFL teams are also putting that kind of report out on those players, and they're probably going higher than that third round pick. And bamboozled and flamouched. You know, bamboozled like the Flyers. There but, he is, Dave Gettleman. Dave Gettleman is he in the war room again? I don't know where the hell he is, but where? Remember he last year like, he looks like my grandfather. <laughs> he really, he really does. I gotta show you a picture of my grandfather. He looks exactly like my grandfather. Dresses like my grandfather. Everybody's pissed off in this picture. Who is this? That, that was the Quitty Pay family. Is that the Quitty Pay family? Everybody's Match, sleeping. Matching attire in the dark. Kind of a weird situation there, but uh, shame. Maybe Quiddy Pay goes to the Giants at pick uh, 20. Not with that look, unless they are all in cahoots. And this little child that is sleeping right there is about to awake to a crazy eruption of noise. I think this pick is going to be a wide receiver. Um, I think it is going to be Marshall wide receiver. Second wide receiver in the first round out of LSU. Probably first time ever, maybe last time ever. Um, at this point, big wide receiver, six, six, four, I'll call him six, four. He's like six, three and five, eights, something like that. Big win, wingspan guy who can get those 50, 50 balls in the end zone. Um, that's my choice. You got, you, do you have a preference on this pick? Not that we care who that, not, we do care who they pick, but preference is a, not the right word there, but do you have a guess? Well, well, certainly if the giants go wide receiver, I think that makes it all the more important that the Eagles use their second-round pick on a corner. I know we've talked about Asante Samuel Jr. on the podcast. He is somebody that I'd be looking for at 37 if he's still there, and especially if the Giants go wide receiver. Obviously, Eagles got in front of the Giants to take Devonta Smith, and then uh, the Giants traded back. So you have to think that you know they were at least somewhat interested in Devonta Smith, and if they were, wide receiver would be the pick here. Giants are just like the Eagles. I mean, uh, there is a lot of picks that would probably make sense for this team. 
Uh, You know, they have quite a few holes, even if they were picking higher in the ground, there was talk that they could even go quarterback over Daniel Jones. Running back is probably the only spot where they really probably wouldn't go at this point. So wide receiver, I think Bateman, Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. I think he's my top wide receiver left on the board. Uh, obviously I'd like to keep him for the Eagles. Well, now they got Devontae Smith, I guess. Hey, I still want Bateman. That'd be a but, nice uh, wide receiver crew. We got uh, Bateman, Smith, and then, and then you put Rager in the slot. I'm, I'm loving that one. That would be a great one. That would right. be a, a, a fun offense to watch. But, yeah, I, I do see wide receiver. I do see Bateman. I do see Marshall here. I see either one. Roger Goodell is stepping to the podium now. So let's go to the pick. With the 20th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select Kadarius Toney, wide receiver, Florida. Yep, so we we had the position. Just we had the we had player. the position. Kadarius Toney, I, I think to me, there's a drop-off from Bateman and Marshall to Tony, you know, 5'11", 199. I think he had a little bit of a height on some of the guys. To me, he was a clear second-round draft pick. I know the Eagles looked at him a lot, so they were potentially looking at him in the second round. To me, this feels a little bit high for for Tony. Um, okay, Mike, what's your reaction to the pick? To me, it feels a little high. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not enamored with this pick. He's more as we're watching, as I'm talking. He is a prolific uh, punt return, kick return specialist. Um, so, I mean, he he is. I know we talk about wide receivers a lot. Maybe uh, he's not a slot. He is a slot. To me, Tony is a slot, only a slot. I don't think he will ever bounce outside. And that was some terrible tackling. Um, I think that was the Arizona State Sun Devils. Just bounce, Tony just bouncing off of players there. I'm not too sure what team that was, but he does seem to be elusive, does seem to be somewhat of a gadget guy. Um, yeah, I, I would have rather, if I was a Giants fan, I would have, I would have hoped for Bateman, um, or for Marshall at this pick. This is a, uh, this is one of those Jaylen Rager moments, Jaylen Jaylen Rager moments uh, for me. Kind of like a, a scratch in your head. There's better players on the board, but we're going for a more upside guy um, at pick twenty. But maybe that's what you do at pick twenty. Sometimes you, you go for a player who's maybe not high on everybody else's board, but if he's high on your board, like I always say, you take him, and that's what the Giants did here. Yeah. Dave Gettleman, I mean, he, he's had somewhat of a uh, interesting history picking in the first round for the Giants. Obviously, Saquon Barkley was a good pick, and then a few offensive linemen we're waiting to see. Uh, interesting pick. I probably – I don't view him as pick 20. I don't view him as one of the top 20 players in this NFL draft, but – I guess the Giants do, and the Giants don't. I don't, I'm not sure when the Giants' next pick is. Um, you know, he was somebody that I thought was probably going to be there for the Eagles at 37. So if the Giants are picking 40-something, maybe he's not there, and they just felt, let's go get their guy. 
Yeah, I get sometimes, sometimes NFL teams have to do that. So that's that's just kind of where we're at. But we are at a commercial break. That means we take a short commercial break. Um, I'm about three quarters of the way through this beer and, and about three wings left, maybe four wings left. Um, so we will take a commercial break. We'll be right back with our draft coverage here on a couch in Delco in just a second. All right, welcome back to On a Couch in Delco. The pick is in for the Indianapolis Colts. So maybe Carson Wentz gets a new weapon or maybe somebody on the other side of the ball. But before we get into the picks, before Goodell makes himself to the stage, Mike, let's do a recap. We both went to the fridge, got a new beer. What are you drinking as we get towards the back third of the NFL draft first round? So I, I am going. Uh, I'm going with a beer that we will see in a week's time, um, or or a week and a half, whenever we decide to do the uh, the beer episode. I and I have some ideas for that beer episode, Tom. Now now that we're now that we're both vaccinated, after we give these beers and talk about this pick, that's the next topic I want to get into. Um, well, my beer is something to celebrate. Um, all of these players taken today, tomorrow, over the weekend, um, undrafted free agents, they all have something to celebrate. So I, I just think this is a good beer to have, um, good beer to buy um, for this NFL draft weekend. And, and you will see this. Uh, uh, you will definitely see this in my, uh, in my beer draft um, upcoming uh, in the next, uh, next couple of weeks. So. Tom, what, what do you have? I see, I see a very familiar can. That's right. You've probably seen this can on social media in the last couple of days, weeks. It is from Conchahawken Brewing Company. Ring the bell. So Glenn Macnell, obviously, he's connected with Conchahawken Brewing. So I, I think you've seen a lot of pictures of this ring the bell can. Obviously, ring the bell for Philly season. That's kind of their hashtag for the season. But this is an unfiltered Pilsner. I'd say I'm usually not a Pilsner fan, but this is one that is growing on me. Uh, so I like it. Uh, I actually have not had it yet, or at least I don't remember having it. Um, but, yeah, ring the bell. Yeah. Bryce Harper oh, definitely had his bell rung. Uh, he had yesterday. his bell rung, took a 97-mile-an-hour pitch to the face and still tweeted out afterwards saying he was good. Did not play today, though. He did not play today in a Phillies loss. But Hector Neris, he was able to get back Nolan Arenado. He, uh, in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Indianapolis Colts select Quiddy Pay. Hey! All right. So, All right. I love that pick. Carson Wentz should be right at home with a pick like that. A, a big upside guy. Oh, that poor kid that was sleeping is now not sleeping anymore, but good for him. Um, I seen a, I seen a big, uh, big Eagles Jersey out there or some kind of Eagles flag. Did you not see that? I did not see that. I'll have to take a look. Yeah, next yeah, time once you, once you see the this. family, there's a guy back there with a gigantic Eagles flag. I don't know. I, I, I'm not too sure what that flag is about. Maybe it's his high school, but it is the old style 
the old logo, that Kelly Green logo, the eagle that is full winged with the football in its claws. Um, so I'm not too sure what that is all about. Maybe somebody out there knows or we can, we can find out. But this is Tom's guy. This was Tom's guy. He's, he's not too far away from where the Eagles picked, just 12 picks after. So, um, or not 12 picks, just 11 picks after. Uh, so, after uh, their initial pick. And pretty good. I am watching these clips and I am still shocked that he is not a Philadelphia Eagle. He is, <laughs> the highlights of him are showing him lined up in the, I guess that's like some type of high school. I see the, I see the flag now, but. He is lined up in the wide nine position, showing kind of the athleticism. Listen, the guy is very athletic. He, he ranked high in the broad jump. He ranked high in the high jump, had a great 40 score, highly athletic, has a very high ceiling. He is the type of defensive end that the Eagles typically go after, and I think that they could have marketed him as the next Brandon Graham, high-motor guy coming out of Michigan. I honestly thought that was going to be the pick. I, he's an okay player. I think he is he is one of those athletes that is gets more credit for his intangibles than his actual production on the field, which worries me with Howie Rose. Those are the type of guys that Howie Roseman gets infatuated with. A player at 21 going to the Indianapolis Colts where they already have a decent defense and he can kind of find his way. Probably not the worst pick in the world. Probably actually probably a decent pick. Second yep. defensive end off the board after Jalen Phillips. That makes a lot of sense. Decent pick for the Colts at 21. Didn't like him for the Eagles at 12, but. I'm sure one of his first cell phone calls after talking to his agent and everybody in the Indianapolis Colts um, building will be Dwight, uh, Dwight Freeney. Um, one of the greats out there from, from the Indianapolis Colts getting in his ear early. Um, I can see that happening and, and Dwight taking him under his wing and kind of, kind of showing him the way in the NFL and the way in Indianapolis. And it, like you said, he, he probably couldn't have landed in a better spot. Not that, not that the fans in Indianapolis aren't crazy. I'm sure they are. It's just uh, less of a spotlight on you, and he can kind of grow into the player that he needs to become um, out are we, there in Indy. Are we going to look on social media for the tweet from Car Carson Wentz telling him, welcome, can't wait to get to work? Yeah, for sure. That That, that is probably already out there um, if, if we uh, took a look at that. But, Tom, like oh. I was teasing, what happened? I was saying, I was about to tee up the Carson Wentz uh, oh. tweet. Let's oh, get let's to get to work. Welcome to yeah. Colt Fam. Yeah. What do you pay? Yep, that would definitely be something. Now, I see the Tennessee Titans. Before I get into my idea for the uh, for the beer draft episode, um, they will be going. Rashad Bateman, weapon. somebody in the Rashad Bateman family down in Georgia is wearing an Eagles number 11 jersey. Love to see it. Are they really? Somebody at Rashad Bateman's house is wearing an Eagles number 11 jersey. Wow. Oh, there it is. It's now on my screen. It's a very nice party going on up in that house, too. Rashad Bateman, hey, he's got an Eagles fan in the house. Carson Wentz won't be throwing balls to him, but. 
No, not at all, but uh, but some good stuff happening out there. I do believe this is an offensive player here for the Tennessee Titans. They lost a lot of their offensive weapons last year. Um, A.J. Brown went up to the Jets. Uh, Humphreys, he signed with the Washington football team. And Jonu Smith, he went up to the Patriots. A.J. Brown's on the Jets? Isn't he? I don't think so. Not A.J. Brown. The, uh, Corey Davis. Corey Davis, sorry. Um, Corey Davis signed with the uh, with the Jets. Uh, AJ right. Brown was the only one that was on the Titans. <laughs> in that thing. Um, yeah, so they pretty much lost their entire uh, offensive weapons besides um, uh, downtown Derrick Henry. There, I was going to kind of call him downtown Derrick Brown, but you know what? Whatever. Uh, you got Derrick Henry and AJ Brown. That's already a good start to an offense. So yeah, they'll need a couple more weapons um, down there to help. Uh, Tannehill out but as the pick is in Tom my idea for the draft episode last year I don't think we did this this year my idea is to have at least one of every one of these beers and and I'm saying since we're both since we're both already vaccinated most of our family are are, are vaccinated I, I propose that that be the first live on a couch and Delco podcast and we bring our beers and we, we, we do it in person, one computer, two mics, and we go from there. So two guys, one couch? Two guys, one couch, lots That's of what this podcast was meant to be. That's what it was. We got to do be. it. We got to do it. That, that's, that's why we got these vaccinations. I know I heard you say it a couple of weeks ago. I didn't get this vaccination to sit in the house and do nothing. I got this that's vaccination right. to go do stuff. So. Um, I, I, I do think that is, uh, that's my proposal, Tom. Are, are you accepting that proposal? Let's do it. I'm, I'm accepting that proposal. We will do the draft picks and draft beers together. Two guys, one couch. I'll let, well, 10 beers, I guess, at this point. Yeah. For each of us. <laughs> yeah. That episode could get interesting. Uh, but, but by the end of it, <laughs> We might not know what the hell we're talking about, but it'll be good. It'll be good podcast. I was going to say it'll be good TV, but uh, by the time we get to that Felipe Franks pick in the seventh round, (laughs) let me tell you about Felipe Franks. That's who I'm still picking round six, round seven. I had him in the seventh in our draft episodes. He could go six. I'd be happy with him. Six Felipe Franks is my newest addition to the quarterback factory. Look for that pick on day three. And here's Roger Goodell with the 22nd pick in the NFL draft. That's fun. Is that like a Titans thing? Let's hope a Red Sox game don't break out. Well done. The Titans are ready to go. Here's Roger. That was good. No, it wasn't. With the 22nd pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Tennessee Titans select Caleb Farley, defensive back, Virginia Tech. So the plot thickens. Okay. Caleb Farley was the first high. So Tennessee Titans not going offense in the first round, which isn't the end of the world. Just because it's one of your, your big needs doesn't mean you need to – you need to address it right then and there, but 
Caleb Farley looks like he's uh, he's going at it alone. Um, in yeah, house. I was going to say, meanwhile, while every other draft pick has a huge family, everybody surrounded them, parents, girlfriends, wives, whatever, surrounded them. Caleb Farley standing in his bedroom by himself with a book bag on his back uh, as the pick for the Titans at pick 22. That was definitely an odd scene for Caleb Farley. A lot of people had Caleb Farley higher up in the draft and probably coming out of the college football season. That would have been the case. He had surgery in March. To me, feels a lot like Sidney Jones uh, of a pick here. But Caleb Farley, pick 22. Uh, corner out of Virginia Tech going to the Tennessee Titans. And it looks like he um, he goes off of instinct a lot. Doesn't really uh... – doesn't really turn his uh, turn his head like I usually yell at our our cornerbacks. Turn your head, turn your head, until almost the last second. Still good ball skills. Um, they've shown about four interceptions now. Three of them have been returned for a touchdown. So good return skills as well. But like you said, almost close to that same. Uh, well, Sidney Jones was a second second round pick, but um, where did Jim Schwartz end up going to be a consultant? Was it Tennessee? I'm pretty was sure it, it Tennessee, was Tennessee? And now all of a sudden they're drafting a corner that doesn't turn his head when the ball's in the air. <laughs> yeah, interesting. That's sort uh, of what is he wearing a backpack? That is a he's what is he wearing? Is he wearing Caleb Farr has some kind of weird bags? situation going on uh, in his bedroom in Virginia. That's that was a yeah, that was a don't that was look an for odd one. <laughs> Listen, we'll do we'll we'll do the franchise to on a couch in Cleveland episodes podcast, but in a bedroom in Virginia, we're just not going there. No, with not. our franchise selection, that was definitely a weird vibe out of Caleb Farley. I feel for him. Yeah, that was a. You're picked in the first round of the NFL draft. You're about to make millions, and nobody there to celebrate it with you. I no no entourage. Maybe he's just a lone wolf. Maybe maybe he's like Namdi Asamoah. He's gonna eat his lunch in, lunch his, car. in his car. Not not really talk to anybody. But that is that that is something neither here nor there. Looks like the pick is in for the Vikings. We are on a commercial break. Um. So so we'll step aside. We'll come back. Uh, we will be back as the, the sounder is sounding and Roger Goodell is telling us who is the uh, 23rd pick in the NFL draft for the Minnesota Vikings. Here comes the commissioner. With the 23rd pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Christian Another name we were talking about a few picks ago goes to the Minnesota Vikings. Lots of jubilation in the Darisol household. That that looks more like a uh, some some sort of venue. But Christian Darisol, twenty third overall to the Minnesota Vikings. Tom, yeah, offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech. And speaking of which. Uh, back-to-back Virginia Tech players going. We do have to apologize to uh, Caleb Farley. We kind of commented on the fact that he kind of had a lone wolf vibe to him in his draft. Apparently, 
Caleb Farley is suffering from COVID, so he is currently in quarantine. So all the best to Caleb Farley on his recovery. Our bad. Feel bad. Yeah. Wish you nothing but the best. Sorry that uh, – He was using everything in, at his disposal to look like he had some sort of fashion sense. I mean, he had the camera bags going or whatever the hell they were. He was trying to make himself look good, and, and we are uh, we're, we are sorry to, to poke fun at a – at a uh, a gentleman suffering from uh, from the COVID illness. Yeah. So. Get well soon. I'm seeing another another Eagles jersey in the crowd there. I, I didn't see what family that was. It was out of Ocean City, Maryland. So what player is out of Ocean, Ocean City, Maryland? Nice. Were they doing it out of uh, what's that? What's that bar down there called? Oh, that's Darisol. Is that Dar? Okay. Yeah. So Darisol. Virginia Tech offensive tackle, another Carson Wentz jersey in the fan, but he will be protecting Kirk Cousins out in Minnesota. Pittsburgh Steelers now on the clock. The pick is in. I think every single mock draft that I have seen for the Pittsburgh Steelers have them taking Najee Harris, the running back, with this pick. Mike, what's your thoughts on – the Steelers and where they go with pick 24. Yeah, this is Najee Harris for me, uh, 100%. Um, James Connors, he, he signed with Arizona, I believe. Yeah, one-year deal. So he he is out of uh, out of Pittsburgh. Another great t- – you know what? I, I never thought Pittsburgh would be a great town to visit, but damn, did I enjoy that visit when we went there a couple years ago, Tom. So it's a, it's a great town out there, great sports town. Um, shame they like the Penguins, but eh, everybody has their flaws, right, Tom? Absolutely. <laughs> it was a fun town. So while we wait for the pick, I got to imagine Najee Harris, Pittsburgh Steelers, is probably your number one pick in fantasy this year, correct? No, I think number one pick in fantasy this year will be Trevor Lawrence. Number two will be Najee Harris, and then everybody okay. else falls right. into, into suit there. Um, Najee Harris will be my number two overall pick in, in one of our fantasy drafts um, once I get there. I'm pretty sure I've already talked to the guy who has the number one overall pick. He is going Trevor Lawrence, so... Let's see if I'm getting a Pittsburgh Steeler. With the 24th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Najee Harris, running back, Alabama. So the sixth Alabama alum, I guess. Now I don't know if they, they didn't graduate, but Alabama um, player taken in the first round. Man, what a Nick Saban is just a damn genius down there, is he not? That he is. And to think that this is the first year that the Eagles have taken somebody from Alabama when this has been the trend for a few years. I mean, Alabama is just one of those premier. I mean, you kind of look at this Alabama offense, you see Devonta Smith blocking on this carry for Najee Harris, Alex Leatherwood. We talked about him earlier blocking here. Jalen Hurts handing off right there to Najee Harris as well. That's right. I'm going to – Mac Jones here. I'm going to watch – I'm going to watch these clips for the Devonta Harris and see where he's at on this film. 
Devontae Smith he got does. hurt on that block on Quiddy Pay of all people. Tom. Oh, Quiddy Pay! What is happening? Quiddy Pay! We should have drafted Quiddy Pay. Son of a bitch! We we missed the damn train again. But yeah, N- Najee Harris looks like the next great uh, running back coming out of Alabama. Nice hurdle there. Remind you of one Derrick Henry did the same things down there in Alabama and continued to do the same things at Tennessee. So um, I will be great, uh, greatly appreciative to 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 welcome him into. Whichever the hell team that one is in in Dynasty in a few weeks. Najee Harris. Oh, another hurdle. There you go. Six players taking Jalen Waddell, Patrick Sertan, Devonta Smith, Mac Jones, Alec Leatherwood, Najee Harris. You're only at pick 24, so there are still eight picks left. I'm not sure how many uh, Alabama players are left that have Over under one and a half, Tom. I'm going to go under. I'm not sure. I'm trying to think. I don't know who's left. (laughs) It doesn't come right to my head who is left from an Alabama standpoint. But, Mike. All right, over under point five. Now you got to think about it, right? And now I got to think about it. There may, there could be one. There we could do have a commercial break. We do have a commercial one. break. And well, I real quick, of beer finally. All right, let's let's do a one question for you, Mike, and then we'll close it down with this. We'll get the commercial break, get right. the beers. We'll come back. We'll talk the beers. But a question for you. I saw this on Twitter, so I want to ask you before we head into break. So the question is. How much shit do you think Devontae Smith talked during his rock, paper, scissors game against Sirianni? Oh, he, he's definitely – you know what? I, I don't know. I think he's more of a silent assassin. I, I don't think he's a shit talker. I bet you – I bet you Devontae Smith picked scissors every goddamn time and beat Sirianni with paper. And he was like, why do you keep picking paper, bro? And Sirianni was like, fuck. I don't know. Because I thought you were picking rock. <laughs> totally stumped him. Devontae Smith, that's how he was picked. Number, that's why they traded up. They traded up because of his ability to pick scissor, which nobody picks scissor. But nobody, he did. Nobody scissors. All right. That's a conversation for a different day. We're going to close it down here. Commercial break. We'll be back. Jacksonville Jaguars back on the clock when we come back on a couch in Delco. That feels good. With the 25th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Travis Etienne, running back Clemson. I like it. Wowzers. I like that pick. That now is probably your second overall pick in Dynasty rookie drafts. Absolutely. Pairing Travis Etienne up with his quarterback. Not your second overall pick. Sorry, your third overall overall pick. pick. I think you got to go Lawrence, Najee Harris, and then Travis Etienne. Running back out of Clemson, now going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. James Robinson, you saw had a Clemson decent, had a pretty decent year last year uh, with that Jacksonville Jaguars offense. Remains to be seen what it looks like under the new coach, but Travis Etienne, I 
I I like that pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, absolutely. They needed an Love offensive weapon. Pick. I thought they were going to maybe go wide receiver here, but they go running back, Travis Etienne, running back. I like that pick. Jacksonville could be a team to watch next year. I, I, I mean, at this point, I, I, I'm probably going Najee Harris, um, second overall pick, but it's hard to argue with uh, the chemistry between Trevor Lawrence, the first overall pick. And then Travis Etienne, the 25th overall pick, both from Clemson, both played their entire collegiate careers uh, careers together. Um, And now we're going to start their NFL careers together with a lot of a lot of chemistry, a lot of familiarity right off the bat. And that does not always happen in the NFL. Um, And Travis Etienne's NFL comparison is Alvin Kamara. Not a bad comparison. Not a bad spot to start your NFL career with the number one overall pick. Not only the number one overall uh, pick you're starting your career with. It's the guy you played at college at, at Clemson for, for the last three years. Um, that's uh, that's pretty cool stuff right there, Tom. That is. Uh, cool. I thought Travis Etienne was going to probably – uh, fall into the second round, but hey, back into the first round, it's hard to argue with a pick. I, I do like it. it's a good fit with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He could be a an instant impact in that Jaguars offense. Uh, James Robinson had a pretty good season last year. I got to imagine that that drops his stock a little bit. That hurts. I have James Robinson in one dynasty league I was holding on to. I uh, was trying to trade him because I figured something like this would happen, but uh, obviously, uh, Travis I'll give you a 2022 third round pick. <laughs> uh, we got to see how these guys line up first, but I, I wouldn't be surprised to see. I mean, James Robinson probably played running back most of his career in college, too, but he's a guy who can probably play the slot. That would be an interesting move for him. It's very interesting. It's a great pick. I, I love the pick here. Sucks for dynasty owners. Um, but good pick in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Cleveland Browns on the clock. Their pick is in. They have uh, a jack-o'-lantern on the, on the couch. Yeah. Jack-o'-lantern on a couch in Cleveland. So they are in Cleveland, uh, this year. I would expect whoever it is, it's probably going to result in a boo, although their GM actually had a baby today. So Andrew he Barry, had a baby. he had a baby. They First got their mail traffic. ever. Well, you know, it. <laughs> it's the second time I've used that joke today. First on a couch in Delco uh, or second on the couch in Delco. First was at a meeting. Uh, both was. Both times was met with the same reaction. You know what I meant. <laughs> like I it should, very much. That should have told you how, <laughs> about that joke. But anyway, yes. Roger Goodell getting close to making his way onto the stage here for Cleveland. I mean, they're they're a team that can pretty much go anywhere too. Do you see another corner taken? That's a possibility. Offensive line's a possibility. We'll see what Roger Goodell has to say for the Cleveland Browns. That is that is a that is an odd outfit. 
I'm enamored by this jack-o'-lantern thing. But here's Roger Goodell with the 26th pick in the NFL draft. The pandemic revealed the depths of the digital divide for underserved students across the country. We have partnered with the Education Trust as part of Draftathon to bridge the divide. Maya Tomoto and her class at Shaw High School here in Cleveland have faced this challenge during remote learning. She has worked overtime to assist other students, not only preparing and distributing computers, but teaching other students how to use them. I'm proud to introduce Maya to make the Cleveland Browns pick. Cornerback, Northwestern. Cornerback, I'll finish it for. Northwestern. <laughs> we kind of said cornerback, good pick. Yeah. Uh, I like that pick. He is somebody that I had my eye on in the second round for the Eagles if they went corner in the second round. But obviously, hey, talent rises to the top, goes in the back hat, you know, back end of the first round, really. Greg Newsom Jr., decent cornerback out of Northwestern. Good pick for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, um, great pick. Great pick for me as well. Um, that, that means Asante Samuel Jr. is there for the taking at this point. Um, still a 10 pick, well, nine picks until we get to – are we 36th or 37th? 37th. In 37. The, uh... so still got 10 no, – a little more than 10 picks. We got uh, 12 picks until uh, till the Eagles pick tomorrow, but uh, – we shall see if that helps or hurts the Eagles' chances. But, Tom, uh, I'm going to bring something up that, that we talked about the, the last episode on a couch in Delco, um, and that's the chances of the Eagles moving up at this uh, at this point in the draft. Between I said between 27 and, and 30, uh, 32 would be the sweet spot to move up. Um, do we see it twice in, twice in a draft? Do we see two move-ups? One move up in the first round and one move back into um, the back end of the first round by Howie Roseman. Do, do we see that, Tom? I think it's less probable at this point, honestly. The fact that they had to give up pick 84 just to move up those two slots uh, seemed like a lot. Uh, I was hoping that they would be able to just give up pick 84 to get into this range of the first round with their second pick. So take 37 and 84 and get up into this range. The Ravens are picking now. They're still on the clock. I got to imagine they go wide receiver here. My guess is either Marshall or Bateman, probably Bateman here with the wide receiver pick for the Ravens. That's that would be a good pick for that team. New Orleans could be a team that could be looking to trade out, uh, you know, so so maybe that's a team to watch. I just think it would be tough to give up the second, third round pick. I think that's maybe what it needs, what you need to give up in order to get up even this late in the draft. And to me, that seems like too much value. Maybe you give up a, a future third 
to get up here and get one of those corners. I would like Asante Samuel. I'd like Eric Stokes uh, for a corner. If, you know, if, if we're deciding between, you know, to get a corner uh, at one of these picks, the Ravens pick is in, so it won't be a trade there, but I don't know. I, I think I'm reluctant at this point to trade back into this first round. If I have to give up that second, third round pick, which it may be what it takes. Uh, I, I thought 84 would get it done. If you wanted to trade with Cleveland at 26, 84 for sure would have gotten it done 37 and 84 to get up to 26. Uh, if you wanted to get that receiver at the back end of the draft, uh, I, I'm almost at the point now where I might take my chances and see what lands me at 37 on the picks. What do you think, Mike? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was team trade up if we stayed at 12. Um, I wanted them to get back into the first round. Um, obviously, my first round pick was uh, Devonta Smith, so I was happy with that. But my second round pick is Asante Samuel Jr. Um, so he is a name that I am keeping my my eyes on at this point. Uh, that might not that might not be a a thing over these next three picks. Asante Samuel Jr. has a good chance of going. Um, to Baltimore has a good chance of going to New Orleans has a good chance of going to Green Bay although we'll talk about Green Bay once Green Bay's pick comes up with that literal bomb drop um, from Aaron Rodgers earlier today Um, so we shall see where they are going to go with that pick obviously they have Jordan Love so it's probably not I'm not going to say probably not. It's probably 100% not going to be a, a quarterback, but the, but they may have to look at some some help for Jordan Love at this point. So we shall see. Um, I do not think the Eagles will move up at this point. Um, I will be shocked un- unless it only takes that second round pick and a, and a, uh, a Zach Ertz kind of a thing, as long as it's not going to take more draft capital. Um I would be okay with it if it's just a, a second round pick and, and, and a Zach Ertz or a second round pick and, and a, uh, um, a, a different player, whoever you want to name in there. Um, you can go ahead and name in there. Brandon Brooks um, is another name that, that pops into my head. But I do think that they just stand pat and see how the board falls um, these next few first round picks. That would be an interesting name if they're able to take 37 and one of those players to, to get up into this space. Obviously, that would put you know a late third, fourth round grade on one of our players, which is decent value for a player maybe with only a year left. Uh, so they're showing Mel Kuyper's best available on the board now. Elijah Moore, wide receiver out of Ole Miss. Christian Barmore. Defensive tackle out of Alabama, so that could be your your one. It could be my uh, over, Tom. They just cut off the board uh, here where, where I'm so watching. So, Jeremiah Owusa Kamora, uh, Trayvon uh, Morig. Morig? Safety, okay. Yeah, and then Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle, Oklahoma. Tevin State. Jenkins, Oklahoma you know. State. Aziz Ajulari, the defensive end. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he makes, uh, you know, if he makes it into the first round too as a draft pick. But the Ravens are coming up on the clock. I'm guessing wide receiver here. Looks like go Rashad Bateman. Bateman. Looks like everybody is getting their phones ready. We got the glasses raised. Looks like this pick will be 
Rashad Bateman. Rashad time. Bateman. Call it. I guess we'll go to we'll go to Goodell to make it official. But it is Rashad Bateman. He's a player I like, but I like Devonte Smith better. Twenty-seven pick in the twenty twenty-one NFL Draft. The Baltimore Ravens select Rashad Bateman, wide receiver, Minnesota. Well, I think this is. I like that pick right there. Uh, bolster their, their their wide receiver core. Um, lacking wide receiver core down there in Baltimore, in my opinion. Um, not not the not the greatest out there. That Eagles fan back there's a little bit too excited for me, Tom. I'm not too sure how what your opinions are on that, but I like Rashad Bateman. Um, six and a half, six foot, six point five, whatever you want to call it. Um, six six foot three eighths. Um, so he is a. Uh, who and I gotta tell you that was a great catch, but who was that cornerback? He was just running and, and tripped over his own leg, so I'm not too sure if that's a highlight. That is a highlight catch along the sidelines, two feet down. Uh, so it's great to see Rashad Bateman off the board um, and an Eagles fan happy for all the wrong reasons, Tom. Yeah, I, there's a lot of uh, mixed emotions probably here with Baltimore. The fantasy fans are probably thinking. Here's another wide receiver that's going to go to Baltimore and just fall like the rest of the Baltimore wide receivers. And that's where fantasy production goes to die. Uh, so does it hurt his value from a fantasy standpoint because he's going to Baltimore and Greg Roman remains to be seen. Uh, I do like the player. Uh, so pairing him up uh, down there in Baltimore, you know, makes a ton of sense. They needed some wide receiver help. For Lamar Jackson, and and now they get it. So, uh, good pick. I think they had wide receiver written all over that pick, uh, and they finally take Rashad Bateman, wide receiver out of out of Minnesota. Terrence Marshall still probably the one re- wide receiver left that I like. But as Eagles fans, we don't have to worry about wide receiver because the Eagles got. Heisman Trophy Award-winning Devontae Smith will be an Eagle for the 2021 season. And before we take a short commercial break, um, Jalen Hurts has tweeted out an hour ago. I know I know this is a little late, but uh, he says, run it back then, my boy. Uh, you deserve it all, brother. Congrats, and let's get to it. Um, of course, they were teammates back in their collegiate days, and uh, Devonta Smith said it was either yesterday or the day before it came out. He said Jalen Hurts is is the quarterback he would want to play with the most um, coming into the NFL. So there we Jaylen go. Jalen Hurts then went on to say, "Bro, can't believe you picked scissors. What an alpha move! All the best, Jalen." And we'll be right back with the twenty eighth pick. In the 2021 NFL Draft, the New Orleans Saints select Peyton Turner, defensive end, Houston. Mm. As that Saints fan said and turned around to the fellow Saints fans there, wow. Wow. Huh. You even heard the huh coming through on the broadcast. Mm. Uh, Not a player that I had thought about as a first-round pick. Uh, again, Jalen Hurts. Let's see. Let's see this highlight as we go along. Good tackle there on the Alabama running back. So it looks like he has a high motor. 
Gotta love those high good motor pick. players. Good pick. A good, not a good pick. I mean, good pick for I don't care if it's a good pick for the Saints, but that was a good interception. <laughs> Very athletic play by by the defense end. Six five, two eighty nine. So dropping back in coverage, coming up, sacking the quarterback after dra- uh, dropping back in coverage. Like like the player, like like these uh, few highlights that that's coming around, but. Very wow pick, um, but like we've been saying, Tom, you you've said it before. You build you build your team from from the lines out, and, and yeah. that's what the New Orleans Saints are doing here. Obviously, a four three edge rusher. Uh, if he's the top guy after you've done your scouting, you like him. He's probably not of it. He is a second round. He's probably not available there by the time the Saints are ready to pick in round two. I'm not sure what they're where they pick sixty. They pick 60 uh, in round two, so likely not there in round two. So, yeah, maybe a little bit high, but if he's the edge rusher that you had next on your list, uh, it's hard to say no. I still think that uh, Aziz Ajulari is probably my guy for the top defensive end left on the board. Uh, I probably would have went there, but – Obviously, they're the scouts. They 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 saw something in in the edge out of Houston. Yep. So so now we're moving on to the Packers. It looks like a uh, a pretty calm war room right now. Doesn't look like much is happening. Looks like their picks probably already in. But to me, that looks like the duck on the pond. Everything looks all nice and calm, but really underneath. Their legs are going a mile a minute right now. Uh, they had a bombshell dropped on them this morning, this afternoon. Um, came out, Adam Schefter, he's talking right now. I, I won't go to him. I'll talk over him. I know what he's already saying. Um, apparently, Aaron Rodgers has informed the Green Bay Packers that he no longer wants to be a Green Bay Packer. He would like to be traded. Um, it is rumored that that trade – may happen at some point this weekend, Tom. That's uh, that's some pretty big news with, with Tom Brady changing teams last year, Phillip Rivers changing teams last year, uh, Carson Wentz this year. Uh, of course, we know the big trade this year was Matt Stafford for, for Jared Goff. And we might – even uh, Russell Wilson won it uh, – apparently won it out of uh, Seattle at some point this offseason as well. And now here we are with another future Hall of Famer um, wanting out of his his longtime team. Wanting out, but I, I find it – I would be shocked if he is not in Green Bay this season. The Packers have come out and said uh, they are not looking to trade him. But if Aaron Rodgers is truly kind of – holding his ground on this and you know will he sit out will he opt out of the season if he's not traded i guess it's possible uh just be weird seeing uh where could he go at this point this late in the season uh that makes sense for aaron Rodgers. a lot of teams that needed quarterbacks were in that nfc north i don't see him going there but packers are about to make their pick so we can head to the commission in a little bit, but uh, they can go in a couple different directions here. I, I think best player available 
you know, for Green Bay, probably something on the defense makes a little bit of sense. Uh, but we'll I'm say, going wide receiver. Wide receiver, okay. With the 29th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Eric Stokes, defensive back, Georgia. I like it. That's an interesting pick. I like it for a lot of reasons. That means Asante Samuel Jr. is still there. <laughs> I think Asante <laughs> Samuel Jr. Asante Samuel Jr., at least for me, is the top corner left yeah. uh, on the board. Eric Stokes, I had slightly above Asante Samuel, so he goes so in at, the first at round. At this point, though, Tom, at number 30, so you're moving up seven picks at this point. At this point, if I'm the Eagles, if Asante Samuel is on my board at all, Asante Samuel Jr., that is, I'm jumping up and getting him now. I'm not taking that chance that, that he gets to me at 37. If he's the guy, which yeah. he might not be, but now, if he's the guy, he's I'm moving up now and getting him either 30, 31, or 32. I think you got a shot at 31. I think Baltimore wanted a wide receiver. They got their wide receiver. I'm not I, I think they would go best player available at pick 31. Buffalo, I don't think you have a chance at taking Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, from what I remember with – who's the coach of Buffalo? Um, Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott, yeah. Sean McDermott obviously was the defensive coordinator when Asante Samuel was the corner here for the Eagles. Uh, from what I heard from back in then, that, you know, that time frame, Asante Samuel was not the biggest fan of Sean McDermott as defensive coordinator. So I, mean, I would be – a special teams coach moving up to moving up to uh, defensive coordinator wasn't his thing. Well, he was he was the he was the cornerbacks coach. Wasn't he special teams? Uh, did he coach special teams? I don't remember Sean McDermott coaching special. I thought he was the Might corner coach. There. Moved up to defensive coordinator, but anyway, I re- I've heard stories of just some you know Asante Samuel walking out of a meeting that Sean McDermott was having when he was defensive coordinator for. Uh, the Eagles. So I'm not sure there's a lot of love there between the Samuels and McDermott. That's my opinion. That That's based on what I heard. They could still draft Samuel Jr. Absolutely, but it doesn't seem likely for me. So then could you look at Baltimore? Could you look at Tampa Bay? Super Bowl champions. Do they pick up some extra value by not being in uh, the first round? Obviously, I think there's and incentive to getting back into the first round, you get that fifth-year option on that player. If the Eagles are able to get Devontae Smith and Asante Samuel Jr., even if Asante is at the back end of the first round, I think you have to consider night one a success for Howie Roseman. But we'll see. So he was quality control. I was thinking special teams for whatever reason. But he did start at the Eagles in 99 as a scouting administrative coordinator that sounds like a very interesting position to hold in the nfl tom i wonder how we can get a hold of that (laughs) i just know i've I've heard some stories about his time as defensive coordinator when asante samuel was the player sheet is being handed out i can't see the picture of the looks like an orange jersey looks like an orange jersey to me tom so what's that Oklahoma State? That's what I'm thinking now. I'm thinking this is going to be offensive tackle. Can't remember the feller's name. Do you remember his name? 
Tevin Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins. That's all right. That's it, the is next. the first is the Oklahoma State offensive tackle with a first round grade. That's the first orange jersey that popped into my head. I, I don't remember any orange jerseys in the top available, but I'm sure there's a thousand orange jerseys. Could be Asante Samuel Jr. wearing a Florida State orange jersey. I'm not too sure. Pick still isn't in though, Tom. So we, we still have a couple minutes to uh, couple minutes to maybe to they were in. entertaining offers for a trade. Yeah. Still still a minute and a half left. A lot can happen in the NFL in a minute and a half. The pick is now in with a minute and a half left. So we, we are we are awaiting Commissioner Goodell walking past that stupid ass couch with some dumb ass fan out there. I'm not a big fan of the couch, Tom, or a big fan of the. I'm a big fan of the couch. Big fan of on the couch and duck. Yeah, I'm listen, not a big got, fan of. On you got to pull out the, the full, stage. You got to pull out the full couch for the NFL draft. Sitting there with a chair, that's yeah. that's kind of weak. Doesn't doesn't they, really doesn't really they, ring me with the uh, COVID protocols either no jason owa penn state linebacker he seems to be falling asleep on his couch uh at his draft party yeah he is well he's texting everybody else is still up i'm liking it no i don't know which family aziz ajulari georgia linebacker defensive end gotta give props to the ajulari family they are still adhering to covid protocols everybody looked masked at that house Kudos to the Ajilari family. They're helping control the spread. The pick looks to be in. Roger Goodell is talking with the Bills fan, throwing them through a flaming table, and he's making his way to the stage. Doing a body shot off of the girl's ass crack. Good shit's happening. Although that old guy doesn't look like he'd be doing that, so... Still, uh, still good stuff to talk about. I, I'm, I'm a little for right now. We're a little further behind on the on the stream. So here's Roger Goodell now. With the 30th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Buffalo Bills select Gregory Rousseau, defensive end, Miami. Well, it is an orange jersey. Uh, it was an orange jersey, Miami. University of Miami, defensive end. I like Rousseau. I think I had Ajulari ahead of Rousseau from a defensive end standpoint, but I like Rousseau. Uh, Drew Rosenhaus came out last week, I think, and said Rousseau is going to be a first-round pick. Uh, and he was right. Uh, Buffalo Bills take him with pick 30. Was, was he just telling him how to walk around a corner? Drew Rosenhaus certainly looked like that's that's what he was doing there, but that was that was a very interesting time. Very Listen, long, long player, very long and athletic. Reminds me a little bit of Josh Sweat. Um, very long guy get, gets at the quarterback quick, gets uh, gets off his blocks, lining yeah. up at nose tackle there. Yeah, get it, getting off tackles pretty quick by these highlight films that they're showing on ESPN. Getting off tackles quick and making the getting off blocks it, quick again, and making the play. Uh, yeah, that's back to back, uh, back to back nose tackle uh, plays right there, beating the center and the guard. 
Um, going back to uh, back to his defense end position, tackling the running back for a loss or a very, very minimal gain, like you would want out of a, a first-round defensive end. Uh, like the pick, like the defensive pick for, for Buffalo. Good for him. Good for that feller. And now we're getting into that. That hour, the witching hour is what the uh, NFL Network calls it. Um, Not the NFL Network, the the, uh, Red Zone um, part of the NFL Network calls it. We are into the witching hour. Two picks left in the first round. Uh, Lots of time on the clock for the Baltimore Ravens, Tom. What are you thinking? You thinking the Eagles are are on the the horn right now down down I-95? Talking about the Baltimore Ravens? I think if you're the Eagles, you at least have to be on the phone. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there's there's quite a few picks in the second round of teams that might be wanting to grab a corner. I'm pretty surprised. There, there was a few mocks that you saw, uh, you know, over the last couple of weeks that had Asante Samuel Jr. as a first-round pick. So the Eagles had to be thinking – you know, it may be a stretch to get him at 37. You know, you have to be talking and making sure. I don't think you overpay. I don't know if you want to overpay. I think they overpaid a little bit to get up to 10 for Devonta Smith. I certainly wouldn't suggest overpaying for this pick, but if you can find a way to get into this pick for Baltimore at 31, even Tampa at 32, and try and get yourself Asante Samuel Jr., to me, he's is the top corner left. He's the player that I'd be targeting at this point. Unless you're going to go – I mean, even the defensive ends are starting to come off the board at this point. If, if you're not going to go corner, I would like to see a defensive player. And, and I think I made that pretty clear in my – With your first 17 picks? With, 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 <laughs> with my first three rounds of picks. Uh, for the mock draft, I think we need we do need to invest in this defense. So, corner, defensive end, you know, even line linebacker. I, I'd have to look at who what linebackers are left, and doesn't make sense to move up to to draft one of the linebackers here. But definitely corner, defensive end, as you say, built from the outside in corner, defensive end. Travis Mooring is still out there as a safety. That could make some sense for the Eagles. Yeah, th- uh, think of this wide receiver core two years ago, Tom. I just seen this picture tweeted out by tra- ESPN. Trevin not Trevin Trevin So this picture tweeted out by ESPN uh, an hour ago. The all of these wide receivers, all of these first round pick wide receivers, were on. Alabama's roster two years ago, and that's Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddell, and, and and your newest Philadelphia Eagle, Devontae Smith. Like, what an absolute monstrosity of, of a uh, wide receiver crew to go up against if you're any other team um, in NCAA football. Like, and who's the wide receiver that played on the other side of you know, Jalen Waddell spent a lot of this season injured yeah who's the player that played opposite of Devonte smith for most of the season that's still at alabama he's supposed to be better than most of them could you imagine that they still got that's the problem with alabama 
you, you get all these first round picks and and then you and then like in two weeks we learn of all these new players 17 of them that could be first round picks next year it, it's yeah. unbelievable it's it's absolutely crazy um the one thing we did uh did miss here on a couch and delco was uh the Eagles press conference. I think the Eagles are done in the first round. Um, that press conference was about 20 minutes ago. Um, Nick Sirianni absolutely going crazy on the Devonta Smith pick. I will have that for you. We will have that for you um, coming up on the next episode. A little hard to pull it up now and, and make sure everything's cut up nice, nice. But uh Looks like the Eagles are done. Doesn't look like anything will be happening. Um, so we will stay with you for these next two picks. Um, and then might as well close it out. Two picks left. Yeah. The Ravens picks already in. Let's close out this first round. I think we're both aligned on who we want second round, but we'll yeah. at least see who is who is picked to close out this first round and who may be available for round two. If I if I get the first two two Eagles picks, um Right. I, I think that disqualifies me for a front office job, like right off the bat. Right, Tom? I'm pretty well, we'll sure see how, that's all we'll I see need. How these, we'll see how these guys do. Well, no, I, if I get them right, that's all, that's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> Putting it on the resume. <laughs> I'll be a, uh, what, what was, uh, what was that title that, um, the, that the uh, former special teams coach in Philadelphia? <laughs> Scouting assistant? Scouting assistant coordinator or director or something like that I'll, I'll take that title i'll do it for free to be honest with you i don't even need to be paid i think i've always said that with the philadelphia eagles if i were to get any job i, I don't even have to be paid i'm i'm working for the team that i've loved for 32 years so i'll, I'll, I'll be uh i'll be happy with that but as we're still in commercial break we'll just stay with you live for the rest of this episode we're gonna close. We're gonna close this down because I got another beer recommendation that I've been drinking oh, yeah. here. It is Trogues. So when I went to the beer store today, I was like, I'm just. It, it's feeling like a Trogues kind of day. Mm-hmm. I need a Trogues beer, something solid, dependable. Did you what need I was, a gigantic Bavarian pretzel? What I was hoping meat? that what Howie Roseman would deliver, something dependable, high quality, good stuff. No Bavarian pretzel. I do have some craft beer sourdough rings upstairs that I should have broke down. Mm-hmm. Uh, some good pretzels that are uh, made out of, you know, they have some hops and barley in them. Oh, we do uh, have a, is this a new trade or is this an old trade? This is an old trade. All right, gotcha. Pretty good snack. But this beer, Trogues Lolly Hop, it's a double IPA, mm-hmm. dry hop, mosaic, citra, and Zeka hops. High quality, just what I'd expect out of Trogues Brewing. Lollyhop beer. I think. Goodell is coming to the stage, so let's go to the pick. With the 31st pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Jason Away, linebacker. Second linebacker taken in the first round out of Penn State, Jason Away, obviously following up Micah Parsons to the Cowboys. So kudos to those Penn State linebacker you 
living up to its uh, living up to its name with two linebackers in the first round for the first time in a very very long time, Tom. Yeah, and Jason Owe was literally sleeping on his couch about ten minutes ago. So yeah. glad Jason is up and Adam. He's going to be a new Baltimore Raven. Uh, and pick is in for the Buccaneers, so no pick surprise. Pick is in trade. for the Buccaneers, so the Eagles will not be making a second pick in the second round. So before but, we get to that, I'll give you my my last beer of the day is from Lord Hobo Brewing, out of uh, out of Woburn, Massachusetts. Uh, this is called Dank Sauce. It is a double IPA. What a day! What a draft day! It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed spending uh, spending it with Tom and all of the listeners. And what a day! To start off a day on a Friday morning, it is 12.01 a.m. Nothing better than starting your day off with a double IPA, Tom. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm drinking this Trogues myself. Nothing like double IPAs closing out the NFL draft. So the pick is in for the Buccaneers, Mike. We don't know who that pick is yet, but – Let's let's start thinking that Eagles are going to pick early tomorrow, round two. I got to imagine you're still thinking Asante Samuel Jr. with that pick, right? He's the only guy in my mind right now. Um, I'm sure there's other D-backs out there. Uh, that is my pick. My pick is a D-back. Obviously, you want to be right. You want to be like, oh, yeah, I said that like four weeks ago, Asante Samuel Jr. or whatever. Um, I want D back, whether it be a safety, whether it be a corner, preferably a corner, but, but my pick for the Eagles at 37, um, is hopefully, um, going to be Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, cornerback, Florida state wearing number 22, like his father did. But before we get to Tom's guess, let's hear this last pick in the NFL draft first round 2021 pick in the 2021 NFL draft. The Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Joe Tryon, linebacker, Washington. Wow. What a run on linebackers yeah. and, and defensive players to end this first round. Two linebackers to, to close it out there. This is a guy I, I didn't even have on my draft board for the Eagles, and he goes in the first round. How about that, yeah. Tom? He's a uh, he's more of a rush linebacker from a three four, so I still expect the Eagles to run a four three this year. So not quite a scheme fit for the Eagles, but something if the Buccaneers are going to go more of three four. I thought they ran more of a four three myself last year, if I'm trying to remember. But yeah. uh, you know, maybe they see something in him. Maybe he can play more of just a a true outside coverage linebacker and and not so much a you know a rush linebacker in a three four so tough to argue with the super bowl champs uh they're they're picking 32 for a reason and adding another player to that defense that defense came to play scary defense yeah against the kansas city Chiefs. so uh they're adding another piece to that defense and and tom brady and tom brady has all the offensive weapons he needs on that offensive side to to make Down another run in, for uh, it. Tampa Bay. 
So it's uh that is a wrap on the uh first round of the NFL draft. Lots of surprises this year in my mind. Uh players who I thought would be there in the second round. And if you were using the draft board that I was using from Pro Football Talk, players who you think would be there in the uh middle of the second of uh, the third round. So uh pretty surprising there. Um surprising third pick for me, but the best pick, the best pick. They might have the best picks in in the uh, NFL draft, but the best pick in the NFL draft thus far happened at number 10 for me, Tom, and that is none other than uh, he will probably wear number six for your Philadelphia Eagles coming up this year, and that is Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith, definitely. You know, we said it countless times coming into this draft, we needed – you know, if you wanted to take a wide receiver in this draft, you needed to take one high. The options in corner were definitely stronger in round two, which is surprising given that I think some of the teams went corner early in round one. J.C. Horn and Pat Sertain both off the boards earlier than we had anticipated. But, you know, I'm thinking Asante Samuel Jr., if you want to go – um, Aziz Ajulari, linebacker, defensive end. I think you have to feel where he where he can play in a four three. He could be another name that I thought was going to go in the first round. I actually had him as one of my top edge options. Uh, he's another name, and then uh, Mooring, the safety, is another name. You know, Aaron I, Robinson, I think- Calvin Joseph, uh, Tegawan. Um, there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of good names out there. Um, if uh, uh, Melly Fawu out of Syracuse, Fon, yeah. Fon Wu, uh, pretty, pretty long guy. He, he's six, two, two Oh five. Um, uh, then you got Asante Samuel jr. Obviously He's my pick. Is is he the guy you're you're hoping the Eagles target in the second round too? I I think at this point I'd like to grab a corner, Asante Samuel Jr. Seeing that somebody like Eric Stokes went at the end of round one, late in round one, Asante Samuel Jr. I think picking him at thirty seven is probably decent value. I'd love to see Asante Samuel Jr. be the pick for the Eagles at pick thirty seven. Yeah, that that would be the dream. Dream start for me, too. Two for two. Start off the draft. <laughs> we could just, uh, we can, uh, w- what did we say back in November? We could stop the count. <laughs> stop the count. <laughs> we, could, we could stop the count at that point, guys. Um, but but that was that was a lot of fun. I'm glad, I'm glad we did this. I'm glad uh, that Braden went to bed when he did so I could get down here pretty much five minutes before the gigantic news with the big we we threaded it perfectly we got on around pick nine the eagles drafted pick 10 we made it work we made it work Devontae smith the eagles pick i already have my beer selected i already have my beer selected for the for the draft uh picking the eagles draft as draft beers i already have my beer selected it's a good one i'm hoping it's a good one i haven't tried it yet but I saw it at the beer store today. I am going to grab it. Yeah, I got to hope my uh, – I, I didn't drink all four of mine already because <laughs> I'll never see that beer again. <laughs> I have to pick a new one. 
that would be uh, that would be terrible. But I'm sure I can find another one to replace that. So that that is that is okay in my books if I have to if I have to go out and try a whole new beer for you guys out there. So I guess we'll do it. I guess we have to do it at that point. Yep, for sure. All right. Well, that wraps up round one of the NFL draft. We co- we didn't just cover the Eagles on Couch and Ducko. We covered all 32 teams, gave you a perspective on each of the picks, ones that have a direct impact on the Eagles and not. So hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening. As always, check us out on Facebook, on a Couch and Delco, on Twitter, at on Delco. We're throwing stuff on Twitter all the time, just throwing out random stuff. Mike, you had an email address that you wanted to throw out there for for the pod if people are interested in, in getting involved in the podcast. And what was it? It's uh, on a couch and Delco at gmail.com. Yeah. So definitely, you know, send us an email. If you can't give us the five-star review on whatever podcast device you're listening to us on, definitely just shoot us an email. I'm like, guys, you, you guys were awesome or guys, you suck. Either way, we love to hear feedback uh, from I'll the listeners. I'll just send you a big picture of me with the middle finger back if it tells we suck. So hey, be ready for it. But you can send it either way. Yeah. But thanks for listening as always. We'll try to get back uh, in the next couple of days. Not sure if we can do a round two, round three episode tomorrow. But We shall see. Uh, certainly, if we can't, we'll be getting stuff out there on – on Twitter. So look for our feedback there on Twitter for round two and round three. Hopefully Asante Samuel Jr. is there at pick 37. Oh no. We went through the whole time. Tom has now frozen guys. So it looks like I'm going to end everybody off, but uh, it looks like we're looking for Asante Samuel Jr. Round two. Um, look for us on Twitter or at on a couch in Delco. Um, we will be here, guys. So, as always, I'll end it off. Until next time, next time, guys. Don't go changing, and go birds. <laughs>